Okay, I say to myself, what a wonderful world. Hey, so um, I'm taking advantage of the fact that we can pin links now in Clubhouse. So if anyone wants to go back who's in the room and check out some of our old shows, that are the there are a couple hundred shows, believe it or not, between our now defunct News of the Squared show and the Squares of the Roundtable podcast show, because we are on episode number 172. Yay! I nailed that one. Greetings. Uh, so very, very cool. Well done. And then we are using the new replay feature here in the room. So this will actually get kept on Clubhouse. And I don't know how it works fully yet. So, but I figure we'll give this a shot tonight. Just start pushing Uh, buttons. That's what I do. Yeah, it's one of those we're pushing buttons. We're in the cockpit just pushing buttons. Let's see what happens. Uh, So I literally... So I literally hey. just got done watching uh, the uh, two-hour Yellowstone thing. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch it last night, Mike? Yes. Thoughts? Very, very grisly. Yeah, it's a little... Uh... You know, it was funny. I had an older family member who was like, ah, I can't look. Ah, I can't look. Um, yeah, the carnage at the beginning, man. I was like, whoa. Yeah, no, no. I... I... You know, they really went for it there. Yeah. Uh, further proof that you need to bring a lot more than that to kill a whole bunch of Duttons. Um, so so we'll see. I, You know, it's funny. They started out with a little uh, bang. Canelo Charles Reeves has something to say. Invite them as speaker. Hold on. Let's see if he's, if there's anybody. Cause let's see if he's a real deal person or this is a... Yeah, I don't invite anybody on stage who, um, quite frankly, doesn't have an Instagram or doesn't have a Twitter. Sorry, bud. Um, so that's kind of how we do things around here. And if you want, and there he goes, he leaves. Yay, goodbye. Uh, especially when he's got a name like Keanu Reeves and he has a Keanu Reeves picture. That probably means he's not a real person or he's some sort of troll or some weird shit. So. We can't let the inmates run the asylum. That's our job. How? Yeah, that because we we're in inmates. inmates. Yeah. We're all inmates. So we already inmates. are the inmates, so that That's doesn't right. really work. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I didn't realize how much I missed the need to have, to have Yellowstone on the air. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about, about, about Beth Dutton as a character and if damned, if they could make her even more, Grizzled. More more grizzled, more interesting, and yet more sexy at the same time. You know? Um, while yet totally scarred up in terms of body. Yeah, the uh, the bomb that went off. Because it seemed mm-hmm. like, I don't know why, well, they sent a bomb, but they sent guns to everyone else who, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny you say that. And then it's like, I don't know. They sent a bomb to kill her, but they send hired gun to everybody else, including the ranch. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't, I don't get that one either when you, when you ask it that way. 
Um, that's a good question, Mike. I don't know why they decided to do it that way. No, for, for, for plot contrivance. I guess, you know, but, but your, your point is well taken on that, which is, you know, all right, why, why, why is everybody else getting this? And yeah, you know, it's funny because at the first, at first they kind of actually kept us in the action. And then, and then of course, in typical fashion, we have to reset and make it months later. Cause well, it's only. T- I never really got a full time frame. On it was it. two you- months. Was it? Okay. Almost so it was- two months. Uh, we had to pay attention at the right second to find out because okay. we're like, first of all, you know, the, this, the, the way the story is set up is this all happens at once. And then all of a right. sudden we, we don't, we're not given it like the audience isn't given a time frame or, or mm-hmm. not like, you know, that they, you know, uh, where they, they five months later, there's the, <laughs> the screen, the, the, yeah. the, the caption on the screen telling us how much time has passed. But, uh, yeah, um, it's good. Uh, I don't know about the kid though. But it's like, yeah, there's like the, the, the Beth and the, the boyfriend are mm-hmm. both like, yeah, just, now it's once like you, like you boy. And then half the commercials, I was getting a little, like, after two hours, again, kind of Yellowstoned out where like all the commercials are like for cowboy boots and they're for the yeah. ranch hard seltzer and Dodge Ram trucks and, and, and even the like the commercials for non-related items seem to be uh, Western or they're, they're placating to the demographic. It's like it looks like it's it's mm-hmm. part of the show. <laughs> so like yeah. you half expect yeah, you know was... Kevin Costner to like hold a a, a Pepsi just like uh, Mike Myers and in, uh, in Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, it was very. Uh... Yeah, they were very, they I don't, were I don't very want to placating. Re- do, do I really want to go here? Yeah, it was very uh, white supremacy um, a little bit in terms of some of the ads. Um, you know, well, Subaru but... is going to plant a million trees, though, I think. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. And all the ads for the uh, the prequel series, uh, 1885, which they kind of touched upon that with the flashback to the uh, Indian who wanted mm-hmm. to have his bones buried at the tree. And then the right. Um, uh, there, of course, all the promos for this uh, mayor of Kingstown uh, with uh, now Hawkeye. both of those are Paramount Plus, right? Yeah, yeah it's weird. Like Paramount Plus uh, is going to have apparently the this season of Yellowstone, but seasons one through three of Yellowstone are on Peacock. Okay, which is kind of strange. So wait, so this season of Yellowstone is not on Peacock. No, at least not that oh, I know interesting. of. Interesting, but it's on right, re- but it is on regular Peacock. Yeah, so. and of course they're airing it. You know, they they I think they aired a marathon over no, the man, weekend. Not regular Peacock. I mean, regular Paramount. Paramount Network. Network. Yeah, um, with Paramount Plus having this show on what you call it on the um, uh, the Mayor of Kingstown, and yeah. I think this I think this eighteen eighty five series is also going to be on Paramount Network on Paramount right. Plus. Right, uh, I'll be curious to see. This is you know parent, you know look. Certainly, they've had the good fight. They've had the Star Trek shows. This is their first real big. Okay, we're going to try to do something else to get people's attention to come over, and and so to me, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, how this works, 
you know, I mean, these are some these these look like some interesting dramas, but at the same time, I'm not. I'll be honest, I'm kind of sitting there going, uh, I was like, oh, good, Paramount's gonna have. Oh no, wait, it's Paramount Plus. Um, I, I, by the way, though, I will say, Mike, it's kind of amusing. You're like. I uh, get tired of all these commercials. Well, that's the beautiful part of DVR. You get watching it on. Yeah, I on watched Monday, it live, and yeah, we Monday, couldn't. On Monday, was, going, Zoop. Yeah, it was with limited commercial interruptions, but there's still enough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. No, it was so. Yeah, I watched it enough time, and I because I was like, oh, we don't need this. Zoop right through. Zoop. Yeah, don't need to watch that. Boop. You know. Uh. So yeah, but I. I I hear you. Uh, I don't know. I thought the kid thing was kind of amusing because there's a part of me where I'm kind of curious to see how Beth Dutton raises a child. Oh, this, yes, this yeah, it's be John, becoming a homemaker, right? Right. This could be amusing. On a lot of levels, this could be amusing as fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I for as much as it started with a bang, there's a part of me where it kind of it kind of seemed, I don't know. I mean, it's like it kind of started to lose its fizzle, if you know what I mean. Well, maybe it's just because it's two hours, and then, and it was like two hours and twenty minutes, right? right. Well, well other, without obviously the commercials came like two hours, right? And the other thing is too, I'm not positive that those aren't weren't really two one hour episodes that they decided to stack on top of one another and then make two hours, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Especially with the way that the one episode ended and then the other episode began, it certainly looked like, hey, we're going to take the first two hours and make them a two-hour premiere. Yes, I think they started film that, like, season three ended before the pandemic. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. then we had to wait this long, almost a year and a half, almost two years for season yeah. four, so. Right. So they uh, they gave it to us. Uh, this was an event, and they knew it. So yeah, well, and, and it's long enough that I couldn't remember what the hell happened with Jimmy. That I was sitting there going, "What? I can't remember." Yeah, what? And, and I I I had to remind a person in the room about he's going to face uh, the uh, you know the head of the household. He's going to face Kevin Costner because he he went back on his word. He got on the horse because of his shitbag girlfriend. Who's all like, you're not a man if you don't ride a horse. And he gets on the horse. He's in therapy. <laughs> almost, you know, almost dies. Yeah. So I would have been um, mad at that. I was mad at that girlfriend. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting because I've read something about that. That may be what, where they're sending him off to might be yeah. a spinoff show. Supposedly. Another spinoff so, show. Well, you know, hey. Send look. him to the Ropers. <laughs> right. Well, the Ropers. I, where was I reading? We all the that, Ropers. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, that, I don't think it's those ropers. No, no. Now, that'd be something. Those Come ropers. Come on, knock on our door. Yeah, with the other the ropers. ropers. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, come on over. We're going to play some pinochle. All right, Mr. Roper. Um, yeah, no, I... It's still good, I, so like, this is must-see TV for me now. While I'm, before, as we wait for... Uh, my friend and I to get our uh, accounts swapped so I can have Paramount and he'll have Disney Plus and so we'll uh, we've got 
you know, Book of Boba Fett coming and some original content from Disney Plus coming before the end of the year. And we'll have all of season four of Star Trek Discovery. And yeah, so, yeah, uh, we're uh, well, at least we got some good content for the coming months. So as long as we're talking about that. So will you have access by Friday to, to Disney Plus? Of course. OK, yeah, I'm going to read. So then next week. So then next week, if we both get to it, we can walk. We can talk about Shang-Chi finally. I suppose. I was just too busy over the weekend. I was going to maybe see the Eternals, but it was getting mixed reviews. So I'm like, ah, oh, no, I got shit to do. And so I didn't get yeah, to it you know, on Sunday. You know, again, it's one of those where it's like, I, I, again, we've talked about this before. It's like, okay, do we really want to get into, to, you know, do we really want to do the movie thing? Or, you know, do we really want to do the movie theater thing? Or can I wait? And I'm not feeling like Eternals is something where it's like, Okay. It seems still definitely. unrelated and unnecessary. I'm just, but I'm still, you know, crosshairs uh, in for uh, for Spider Man. Right, exactly. That is essential, but the only thing else, yeah. Right. I mean, here, I'll, I'll here's here's a good indicator, Ivan. Do you plan on going with Soraya at any time to go see something like The Eternals? Uh, well, as uh, far as I know, um. I, I, you know, I, I've been out and about places, so I don't see it being a, uh, I don't see it being anything bad as if I went to see the Eternals, you know, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, at the theater. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. I mean, it'd be something I'd like to see. Uh, well, there's several, there's several movies that I, I want to see as of late, but yeah, definitely I wouldn't mind seeing the Eternals. So okay. that's a yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, but it's just a matter of whether or not you actually get to the theater and go see it. Well, I'd go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair right. Enough. Where it, I think my, like I said, my feeling kind of these days is, you know, unless it's something where I'm really like, uh, I really want to go see that. Um. And then Ivan disappears. Nope. We lost Ivan. We lost Ivan. Quick, somebody find him. Oh, there he is. Haha. Welcome back. Uh, welcome back. Maybe the COVID thing got him. No, uh, he, he, he sneezed and he, he... Yeah, he sneezed and blew himself <laughs> out. But, uh, yeah, no, I guess said So, you know, Shang... So, in theory, Marvel... Uh, Disney Plus is going to have Shang-Chi over the weekend. So, you know, in theory, we should be able to talk about it on the next show, okay. finally. Well, you know, got some preparations to do for the holidays here so i'll find i'll try and find time to see shang chi i i understand shang chi or shang chi this week's an interesting week the reason i bring this up is it's kind of an interesting week because disney plus is doing their big um their big like one year celebration thing or whatever two two years now oh is it two years two years now Two two years. Okay, so it's their two years celebration of them getting, you know, 80 bucks from me. (laughs) Right. So, but the point being, so, like, um, Shang-Chi's going to be available, and then Jungle Book's going to be available as of Friday. Yeah, the live-action Jungle Book. Not Jungle. Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay. The live-action Jungle Book was good, actually. I haven't seen that, but yeah, no, but so Jungle Cruise is going to be available on Friday. And then Shang-Chi. And then the other thing is that um, the net that Netflix movie is going to come out on Friday. The one with Gail Godot. 
Oh the yeah, the Narak and, and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So what's that name? So what's the name of that thing? Burn Notice. Red Notice. Red Notice. Okay, I was going to say Burn Notice. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, no, that guy's going to be on Lord show. Order. That guy's going to be on Lord Order. See, I wish that that character was. It was him playing that character on Law and Order. That would be amusing. So it'd be like when, so he could do like one of those. When at the scene of a crime, one should do, you know, one of those, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that kind of thing. Although there's a part of me where it's like, you know, it'd be great if like somehow the captain for that unit was now like Bruce Campbell. Oh yeah. That... Did you hear about this Bruce Campbell movie that's coming called Black Friday? No. Yeah. It's, I saw a trailer. It's like a zombie. Mo- it's it, well, it's like it, all these employees at this big department store and they're waiting for black Mm -hmm. friday and then the shoppers come in and they start the chaos ensues the shoppers start turning into zombies so on black friday another kind of evil deadish type movie Mm -hmm. okay because bruce knows you know he's bruce stays in his lane he's he's not doing yentl or anything well yeah but it is kind of funny he's like oh we're not doing any more evil dead movies and then, and you're telling me, it's like, I'm kind of like sitting here listening to like what you're talking about. I was like, sounds kind of like Evil Dead, you know, didn't like Bruce's character work at like a Walmart? Yeah, it was uh, like Save, like save Smart or whatever. So yeah, something, yeah. Weird, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, like I said, it just kind of a, you know, just kind of a, a crazy... We got, you know, like I said, we got kind of an interesting week coming up. There's some, there's some stuff really avail, starting to get available because we're getting into the holiday season and we're starting to see more content pop up um, from some of the streaming services because it seems like they really want to hit the holidays on a high note. So, yeah, and Afterlife is coming this weekend. Or is it next weekend? No, next weekend. No, next the eighteenth. That's right, the eighteenth. This, yeah, the yeah. I think it's the nineteenth or something like yeah, that. It's the weekend, yeah, the weekend. Yeah, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, it seems like content is now on its way again. In mm-hmm. terms of, it, it seemed like like some of the streamers kind of went into a lull on some of their really hot content, and it feels like. They're all kind of like loading for bear, like coming like from Thanksgiving to like New Year's, because it sounds like we're gonna get a bunch of stuff. Hmm. Not quite possibly. We'll see. It's uh, interesting. We're well, see I, if I now things like uh, gearing back up. Right. I mean, like I think the expanse starts in in December. Does um, when is Cobra Kai? Isn't Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai's New Year's. Oh, is it New Year's? Season okay. four is yeah, Cobra Kai, season four. Okay. Right, so, yeah, I mean, it feels like they're dropping a lot of stuff, like... Yeah, so they've finally been able to start filming. Right, And right. get it through post and all that. Well, I, I, I don't know how... I mean, I think some of it's that, and I think then some of it's been, okay, we're going to hold release, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Uh, and, they're, and they're timing out releases, too, so... You know, when are we going to get the most P? I, I, and I, I wonder how much of this is, you know, shows like The Expanse, shows like Cobra Kai. You know, let's let's be honest. How many people are really? Are, I mean, there are people watching stuff in the summer and all that stuff like that. I mean, the Squid Games prove that. Um, but let's be truthful. We're starting to get into the months where in a good part of the country, people ain't gonna go out. 
Right. You know? They're not doing any family vacations in January. Well, right. We're starting to get to the point where it's like, it's cold outside. Fuck hmm. this. I'm staying in. So, you know, unless you're Ivan and he's off to Mondo 8. Yeah, Ivan's, yeah. So how have you been, Ivan? How's your hmm. DJ thing? In? Oh, all my, uh, my DJ gigs have been good. Um, was a very busy uh, week this week. I uh, was down at uh, at Chef Special on Thursday doing a uh, Deep Soul Night, which was really good. I like doing that gig, by the way, Chef Special on uh, Western. Great place. If you uh, like a little above-scale Asian food, and uh, the bar is really neat and clean. It's a wonderful place, and uh, it's my second time there, so it was a good night. Uh, short hours, 9 to midnight. And uh, then uh, Friday, I was at uh, Cafe Mustache. I followed a new troupe of musicians and artists. Now they're going to have me come in. Instead of at 9 to 2, I'll be coming in at 11 to 2. And I brought an all Motown review for that particular session, which turned out really nice because I concentrated on uh, later 60s Motown and more in the 70s Motown, getting into all that uh, pre-disco, you know, dance music, which was really, you know, kind of funky and interesting. Saturday was uh, Julie's birthday. Happy and, birthday, uh, Julie. Yeah. We Happy birthday, to... Julie. <laughs> we, um, um, we went to La Villa. And we got to see our really good friend, Hugo Elvis. He was performing that night. And uh, we had gotten a cake from Rosier's Bakery, our favorite bakery on uh, North Avenue. And uh, we had a, uh, a yellow cake with half bananas, half strawberries, buttercream, and uh, flowers. Really beautifully made. They do such wonderful work at uh, Rosier's. And then um, uh, watching... Uh, Hugo Elvis perform, you know, doing all Elvis. He's a, uh, he is one of the youngest Elvis impersonators in the United States right now. And uh, he's had many a different uh, uh, stagings. He's uh, uh, done, uh, he's done, you know, assisted living centers. He's done churches. He's done a great many performances, a lot of high profile performances. You know, he, uh, he competed in the uh, in the uh, Elvis Presley uh, events in uh, Las Vegas, which uh, you know he came in the top five, which that was that was wonderful news hearing from that. And so, yeah, so it was wonderful seeing uh, Hugo Elvis again and uh, providing all the good food between. Uh, Julie, myself, uh, Soraya, and Grace, uh, my other daughter, and uh, so then Sunday we did. I did the Mundo Zadi. I uh, pulled out a, a longer session than I usually do. I usually get off uh, at eight o'clock. I didn't get off till about nine thirty on uh, Sunday, but it was it was cool. And uh, uh, of course, you're welcome, Melissa. Uh, Melissa for. For, you know, because she's the one that suggested I do the Mundo 80 show, and uh, everybody was happy. Everybody liked the atmosphere of the uh, the 80 show, which was real heavy on the, uh, the, the 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 rock groups, real heavy on the uh, on the dance groups. Not as much in the the urban or the soul, but uh, definitely uh, 
overall just a very you know not not what I usually do my you know top 10 20 40 or 100 was definitely the case in points of Mundo 80s and so that was cool and uh, so that's what I did over the weekend and uh, now you know just uh, chilling here with you guys all right cool so it would, um it's good to see you're out and about now finally we've got the uh you got your your gigs lined up uh for the holidays are they coming uh for, for well, through the right end of now, the year are you booked to your book starting to get booked uh, through the end of the year uh right now you know i get them a month out okay so okay i do have Another performance at Cole's uh, on the 14th. I'm thinking of turning that one into a uh, deep swing uh, rhythm blues set, you know, kind of vacillating between, you know, the 1930s and the 1960s, which, you know, that would make for very interesting overall type of thing. And then it kind of concentrating on the Chicago uh, element of that type of music you know, upon the audience. I've also um, have had invitations to some other clubs that I'm uh, considering as well. So we'll see how everything works out and um, trying to, uh, you know, uh, stay one step ahead. Uh, we do have an apartment in the pipeline, so I'm keeping it to the universe, you know, in order for everything to come out right this time out. And I'm hoping, you know, by the holidays to be actually in the new house. I'm hoping. So I'm going to keep that right there and, you know, front and center in the hopes that that comes up. And other than that, family's doing great. Uh, everybody is, uh, that I know, you know, my, you know, my, of my friends, you know, in the service industry, my friends, you know, running the bars and the clubs and such, everybody seems to be uh, doing the big hang. It's, uh, it's wonderful to uh, be out and, you know, the people you haven't seen in almost two years and they got their hands outstretched and there's hugs and there's whispers of affection, you know, there's wonderful things going on. Uh, uh, being a part of that world again, uh, yeah, for a while there, I was a little, I was a little concerned and I was a little uh, afraid, but, you know, uh, you can't live in the fear of it because what's going to happen is going to happen regardless of how the rest of it turns out so I could go ahead and fear my life and not do anything or put the fear behind me and just do everything I prefer to do the latter so and uh, and it's been good and it's good. been good and my mental health on it has been you know uh, has been has been comfortable to say that all right cool. you know as far as that's concerned, because, you know, we live in these times where mental illness is a, you know, is, you know, not, you know, it's not the taboo it once used to be, but in many ways it still is to talk about it. And, uh, you know, people are afraid because they're afraid to be uh, stigmatized by that, you know, with mental illness being, afraid to bring it out for fear it's going to change people's minds it's kind of like the way i used to feel when you know telling people i was autistic and you know then right away you know you tell people you're autistic and then all of a sudden their whole your whole value changes it's the same with mental illness you know you tell people 
you're depressed or you're going through situations and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, everybody fumbles for some kind of an answer, most of which are wrong. But uh, at the same time, you know, it's it's been uh, it's been it's 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 been a lot, you know, but at the same time, uh, having uh, put my faith in all things within the framework of the universe and in myself and of course having the good fortune of good friends and family around me and about me you know you know I get through and I thank everybody for that and I'm you know humbled by that you know everybody's been so kind I mean the people at Stern Pinball they treated me like royalty when I did the gig for the uh, Halloween holiday and uh, you know and so it's been wonderful so, you know, I'm doing good. And then just been doing the thing during the week, you know, the uh, Room Soul Days, you know, Country Western Monday, you know. Um, they see as of this recording, but uh, on a Tuesday, I'm uh, going to be doing, um, you know, just rock music of the 1960s. Wednesday is Mellow Motown, uh, where we play all the... Um, uh, the uh, Mellow, the mid, yeah, the mid to the no, just not just the not just the mellow, but just like all the ballad stuff, but then like all the mid tempo uh, Motown music because you know all of the other uh, Motown speeds have been represented within the cat within the catalog. So I tend to go gravitate towards the B sides, the rare cuts. The seldom hurts, you know. In fact, I had a very interesting conversation with my friend PJ Willis uh, just tonight, you know, before I came on the air. And uh, we got to talking about the whole Motown and how the whole uh, franchise, you know, of Barry Gordy runs so very deeply. And people say, oh, well, you know, Motown didn't do this and Motown didn't do that. We're both bouncing the ball back and forth said oh yeah they did jazz yeah they did rock yes they did blues yes they did you know jazz they did all of that but a lot of people don't know that because a lot of people think Motown is a genre all upon itself which it really isn't but it's uh but people tend to label that you know so yeah but that that was a real interesting conversation about the whole Motown thing you know about the whole musical thing so as long as I keep putting music out there when I spin tunes, I can only hope I can give relief to the to the uh to the worried, to the depressed, to the uh to the uh, the overthinker, to the person that just uh you know feels alone and you know when I'm out there performing it, it makes me feel good to make everybody else feel good, you know, and that in and of itself is there's no there's no drug. There's no. Um, there's nothing in the world that beats the satisfaction of knowing that you know that that you can put that much of yourself out there, and people you know give you that love back in earnest. And you know, and and I feel that well, it helps me to cope, and it helps others to cope. And you know, and hope rhymes with cope, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Apparently, it does. Yeah. Oh, good. Glad you're uh, out there doing good, doing your thing. I am telling you, know, uh, yeah, just like my, just like my man, uh, Dijon Holiday, Mister Superhero Soul, 
I'm his sidekick, you know, shuffling, shuffling jive. Right. You really sit, do you really kick him in the side? No. Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah. have, have a hit, Jeff. <laughs> anyway. What? <laughs> it's an old joke. Sidekick. Ow! <laughs> Have a hit, have a hit, Jeff. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so uh, okay, so that was that was my situation going on going forward. Uh, uh, I'm sure you guys already, you know, did your rap. You know, if you haven't, I'd like to hear it. No, no, we haven't really talked about anything. We just started talking about Yellowstone because I know Mike had saw yeah, we, it. And I yeah, just we got dove right in on the uh, right and the into the gristle. Yeah, right. And the irony is, is, I just had just gotten done literally watching it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have, yeah. I wouldn't well, have I mean, gone there at all. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. so how was your week, Jeff? How was your week, Jeff? Um, you know, kind of an interesting week. Um, you know, I uh, so you know, last well, by the time this airs on Sunday night, we had a we had a big event where we had one of the best speech coaches in the world come in and you know we had about 200 people who signed up i think at one point we maxed out at about 88 people and and, and that and that showed up um so you know i hope it helps out the group and it's always worthwhile to hear and listen and then sunday that evening on sunday night we did the pen i, I never say this right the penultimate episode of season one sunday night stories was last was on Sunday night. And I had two people who are really great storytellers and it gave me an, uh, and since we only had two, it gave me an opportunity to tell a story as well. And I'm kind of laughing because this new replay thing just happened this morning. And I'm like, so you're going, damn, I really wish that happened yesterday. Cause I had some, that was some good content yesterday that we've been able to be, been able to be kept. But, um, yeah. So I, um, you know, this week is, um, the final episode of Sunday Night Stories for season one. And uh, I think, and, and it's funny, I'm, pro- I'm definitely going to tell a story this week. Although, ironically, I kind of used what I was going to use next week, so I better figure this one out. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of looking forward to taking a little bit of a break and refiguring some things out because, you know, we had been, I've been doing that show every week consecutively since late late March and you know unlike Squares of the Roundtable where you know we kind of show up and we do our thing and if nobody show if people come into the room great if nobody comes into the room we don't care we're going to keep doing our thing um, you know that was Sunday Night Stories was a lot more of a curated show so it was kind of I had to go find people and for a while it was working really really well but after a while it just became I got to find all these people and it's just, you know, I, I, it'll be back. I think it's going to be reworked and we're going to look at how we change it in format, but it'll be back. And I've, I've got a couple ideas for some other, for some other things that we're going to do in the meantime, during the holiday season around that same time frame, which is that 1030 Eastern 930 central time frame in terms of some other things. And, and it'll open up some opportunities to do, you know, maybe a couple other rooms here or there on different days and different times. But, um, so there's that. And then, um, you know, I did get to play a little bit of some RPGs over the weekend. Um, 
I'll be honest, it wasn't that great. I didn't really have that great of a time, and oh. you know, one one of the, well, so so here's the thing, you know, one of the things about playing virtually is that the the person who's running the game needs to understand that they need to make sure that everybody is involved in the game. And one of the issues that I've seen with virtual play is, and, and in fairness, it's, it's, it's even more damning that, that it happens in virtual play because it happens in real face-to-face play too, where there are players who are clearly checked out yeah, or not and they're... doing things and and they're not involved or and they're or, they're left out whether unintentionally or not right and so it's the gm's you know forgive me i was taught it's the gm's job to try to get those people involved and to notice these things yeah and and in fairness totally agree. uh the gms who i've seen lately either aren't paying attention don't care or i don't know which and the other problem is when you play virtually, the other problem becomes that every when you've got these people who are monopolizing the time, they don't – how do I put this? They don't stop talking and they don't pause. And they're not – there's no real etiquette to, you know, ca- like, you know, having a conversation when we talk about this kind of stuff where it's not a, okay, this person stops and then I can talk and then this person talks. No, they just continue to dominate the, the conversation and the talk. And as a result, you can't, unless you butt in and basically be a total jerk, you can't get a word in edgewise. And it's like, that's something that the, G, the, the, the game master or the dungeon master should stop um, and shouldn't allow to have happen. But unfortunately, a lot of, a lot of dungeon masters don't grasp. A, a lot of the people who run these games don't grasp it. And especially from a virtual perspective. And then it becomes unfortunate. Um, it becomes unfortunate and it becomes a situation where you're just kind of rolling your eyes. And like, it was funny. Um, the first game I uh, played big, on set. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Beg your pardon, Jeff, for a second. Uh, is that more inherent to like saying the younger GMs and the younger uh, dungeon masters and such. No, know, is that it, or, or or ages is something that is no. Uh, it, it goes across the board. Here. It goes okay. across the board. Um, I, I feel like it goes across the board. I think the bigger thing is yeah, is that you have players who are who are going to dominate the conversations and in how they play and what they do and how they do it. And, and so as a GM, you need to understand that while you can't stop those individuals, you can make sure that you find a way to get the other individuals involved in your game. Well, get them engaged and, in the game, right? Right. Yeah. Well, the, well, no, because what happens is, is some of these GMs just are running the game and whoever's whoever's engaged is engaged. Yeah, maybe uh, okay, if you've so got it becomes it becomes something of the of the player to do for the player themselves. It isn't something that's prompted by the GM. In other words, like if there's stuff that's going on in the game and only three people keep talking, okay, okay, 
the GM is not going to go out of their way to go, hey, you know what? I haven't heard from these three other people in a while. Ah, uh, I see. And it's that, up and to the three other people. Yeah. That needs to, to to act upon it. And then, and, and, and again, you know, it's not that the GM has to, you know. Well, it's like, it's, well, they're all, you're all playing the same game. You need to involve everybody. Right, well, exactly. Not just the star but, players but, who are getting all the jobs done. Right. And then here you got three other people that they're feeling either left out or just bad that they don't know how to or get they don't, into it. Or either they don't, yeah, like what Jeff said, or either they, they don't care or, or whatever. Or well, they're just writing the coattails, watching everybody else, what everybody else is doing. Well, and, and there are some times where things like that can happen. And to your point, Ivan, it's yeah. not so much about young GMs or old GMs. It can be about how experienced the GM is. Ver- right. And, and, and then I mean, it can all, and then at the same time, it can be also depending on the players, the type of players right. that you have. And not to mention the fact when you're talking about gameplay it can depend too on on how you know some people have well, been well, playing there, there are many factors you know you well like for example factor, there are some people who've been playing characters right you know there are right. some people who've been playing their these you know because it's an ongoing campaign there's some people who've been playing these characters for 20 years there's some right. people who have been playing some who's who've played a it's, character that quite frankly, they're, they've been playing. Well, not yeah, twenty minutes is an example, but yeah, like literally to give perspective. The and I'm just going to use this from a D and D perspective. Please, I I'm playing, I'm playing a character that would be considered technically level thirteen. Okay. Okay. And there's right. somebody else at the table. I, I, I just use it. And again, I'm talking about this one particular game. There's somebody else at the table. Who's like level eighty three? Ah. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry, not eighty three, eighty one. My bad, silly me. I missed off two levels. Uh, but it was really <laughs> funny because we're playing this playtest, and he's like, right. "Well, no one should need to use uh, should need to use this because th- there's really nothing going on here." And I'm like, "Dude, I am seventy levels below you." So how many how I many mean, people were in this uh, group? In this right? particular game, we had six and a I think we had six and a judge. And then the uh, the other part was the GM was sick and really shouldn't have been running, oh. and we should have not run this game. But the other Thank problem you. was, as I hate to say it, the GM just seemed to be willing to to put themselves out there in this manner. And on top of the fact that this person didn't feel good is the fact that there were some players who, quite frankly, um, you know, as we're playing this game and it's supposed to be a play test to work out the kinks, their idea of how to do that is basically to sit there and purposely try to break modules and, and to break things on purpose just because, well, because we can. And it's like this person seems rather, is feeling... Seems, seems rather mean, don't you think? Well, there's pers- well, it's this, again, counterproductive. Well, it's this is how the person plays, and this is what they do, and 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 you know it, that again, this becomes some of the politics in it. But yeah, literally, there was you know, like I said, and then the irony is that this person was supposed to run another game, and they were supposed to get they were supposed to get an hour and a half break. Mm-hmm. We ran long enough that. 
literally, and it was funny at one point, I'm like, you know, this person has another game to run and they're not feeling well. Maybe we should allow them to get some rest. And one of the people's like, well, I'm not really done with my notes for the module. And I'm like, okay, I'm leaving before I say something that basically I'm going to, I'm going to ream this person a new asshole. But literally when, when we went to go play the game, the next game and she's supposed to run it, we're like, did you get any time to rest? We're like, she's like, oh, they, yeah, they, she was like, she was like, oh, they didn't stop talking or leaving and we didn't get done until like 20 minutes internal. It was time to run this game. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, this just, person isn't feeling not being respectful. That's, no, like, that's, just, not, that's just not. That's right. too bad, man. That's too right. bad. Well, and, 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 then, and then the music part is the late game was a game that I I that I played before, and I was going to have to play my third character, who I rarely play. Mm-hmm. Um, like the face, don't give perspective. He's like a level one character, and I wouldn't have had a problem with that except for the part where it's like. I literally feel like I just played this game recently, this particular module recently, and I'm like, I'm now playing it again. I remember it too well. I'm like, all right, I'll try to play. And then I saw who one of the people was who was signed up, and I'm like, no matter what this person does, it's like nails on a chalkboard. And I was just like, yeah, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and and here's the best part. So the game is supposed to, to end at 11.30 Central our time. Okay. Okay. And he's like, we got a little bit more to do. We just got to kind of do a little bit more and we can wrap up. So we're coming up to midnight. Okay. We're coming up to midnight now. So, so we're already over half an hour. Wow. And I said to this person, I said, Hey, you know, I thought you said we were going to wrap up because we're almost at midnight. And he's like, yeah, I think it's, I think I, I can wrap it up, but I need about another thirty minutes. Okay. And, and 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 my favorite was Wow. One of the people well, here's the best part. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I brought this up was there was somebody who was literally complaining about this, who was playing in the module, who was complaining about how certain people run long and she needs to work in the morning. And the best part was when he asked if it was okay, this person said yes. Mm. And I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm like, I'm like, it was really funny because I knew I wasn't going to win extra character points or anything like that. And I'm like, well, that's great. I'm, I'm done now. I'm going to take my seven character points. Here's my voting for, for, for the round. I'm leaving. Good night. You're wow. running late. We I mean, we all got, no. We all got late to get to it's not even running late. It's like, dude, you're talking about running an hour longer. Than, and it would be different if it was like, I'm having fun. I'm not having fun. No, it's no, no. It's just time to I'm check fired. out. Then time to, yeah. Yeah, time to go. Yeah. Time to go. Like, I, I mean, it was like, I should have left three hours ago. I mean, at one point it was funny. I took a phone call from somebody and literally was on the phone for an hour and a half taking my phone call uh, instead of playing. Nobody, and uh, they didn't... Uh... They didn't miss you at Tag all. Tag you or? Um, I told somebody because we were on a break. I'm like, hey, I'm on a phone call. I don't know how soon I'll be back. Okay. But it was funny because nobody checked or anything. And then when I was back, it was like this person just seemed to keep like not wanting to let me do anything. So I'm like, right. okay, so now I'm back and you don't want me you don't want me to let me do things. And I'm like, I, I'm just so tired of this. Yeah, I'm just, mm. 
Like yeah. I said, it happens once in a while when, mm. you know, when you're playing in larger group settings where it's not okay. You're, it's not okay. It's just the usual gaming group with the usual friends where it's that kind of thing. Sometimes when you're in these larger groups, you, you know, it, it's dependent on who you get, who's your judge, what game's getting run, who's the other people playing. And that was the other part that was amusing was I almost got them to possibly change the night, the game at, that night. Cause I was like, well, maybe we can run something else. And it was so funny because the one person was like, oh yeah, I could probably run something else. I think I got a couple of things. And then one of the players was like, well, I've never played this before. And I, and as soon as he said that, I'm like, this is one of these people where literally I'm like, okay, this person's a total tattletale. And we'll tell when we didn't play the game that he could have been able to play, but we, we, you know, one of those things where I'm like, forget it. We'll play it. Cause I don't want to fucking deal with this idiot. So now it sounds like you need a uh, different uh, group. Uh, and had, enjoy your hobby. Oh no! I, at one point, I, at one point <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I was going to say if uh, if that's yeah. Uh, what I really should have done seriously was, and it was funny. I really tempted. I really said I'm like, said honestly, I don't even know if I really want to play. People are like, oh, you know, come on, kind of play. I'm like, I said honestly, I don't know that I really want to. And that was funny because basically, like, thirty minutes of them, like, why am I playing? Wow. Why am I playing? I can't. I don't even really want to be here for this. I, but I'm already 30 minutes in, and I can't just be like, all right, I'll play this module another time with this character. I'm already kind of pot committed, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And it was really funny, because at one point, my one thought, I, I, I popped a private note to somebody else, one of the few people at the table who I actually like. I'm like, I think I figured out what I'm going to do today, which is I'm going to kill that person's character. <laughs> <laughs> which is a big, gigantic no-no. But I'm like literally <laughs> thinking about it. I'm like, I think I'll just kill. I think I'll just kill that person's character, and I just don't care. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Well, this person literally annoys the ever living shit out of me, and <laughs> like, like seriously. I mean, my fostering, favorite fostering my, such thought, right? <laughs> well, and it's funny because I'm playing a really, really low power character. So there's like certain things where it's like I have to put up with him. Whereas when I'm playing some of my higher level, like my mid level character, sometimes I could sit there and be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. <laughs> when I'm playing my high level character, if I ever get stuck with him, like, you don't know what you're talking about. You go back to your corner and shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry that your game nights are turning this uh just been to this um, bad it, stress fairness, bad juju. Yeah, it was funny because it was a whole game day. It, and sometimes it happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes unfortunately you run into the wrong people and it's the wrong games and it didn't go the way you wanted it to. And it is what it is. And you can't help that. But sometimes it works out, so you never know. And you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was going to say, uh, uh, have you ever had instances where you went to something and you were just 
you didn't like it right off, but then after you did it, after you just tried it for a bit, did it grow on you? Have you ever had those? Yeah, I mean, there have been occasions where stuff like that has happened, and and that's why sometimes it's like, all right, let's see if we can make it work. And then sometimes, literally, there are some times where I've seen people sit down at tables, and I'm like, and I'm going to find something else to do. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I'm going to okay. find something else to do. I'm not putting up with this today. It depends. It depends. Like, like at a this big convention, like, like it depends. Like at a big convention, like Gen Con, where I've paid to sit there at that table, like yeah. an event ticket. Uh-huh. Fuck you! I'm sitting down, and I don't give a shit what you want, and <laughs> I don't give a damn. And well, yeah, it, I, I mean, I paid for a, this shit. So yeah, at a convention where there isn't an event ticket price. Okay. I'm a little bit more willing, more willing to be like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna go back to my room. Mm. Like, especially, I will say that, especially conventions where I have a room. Okay. Like if, if it's you, at a hotel, you have and an I have option. A room, like, yeah, I have, you have a room. Yeah, you have the option of either or. Right. Oh yeah. No, there have been a couple times where literally I'm like, my favorite was there was the one convention that was a couple for the last couple of years until COVID hit. That was getting run, and it was at the Hyatt, and I was—I got a free room at the Hyatt. It was really nice, you know. It's oh, a really cool. nice room, you know. Well, it's, yeah, it's, with the Hyatt, man. I mean, right. Well, it's I high, right? Well, and it's I where it's at. It's the Hyatt. Yeah. Well, yeah. To it. <laughs> the, the, but the point—the point being is, like, it's like there's like all kinds of bowl games and shit, and literally, I'm like sitting there going, "Put up with this bullshit." Or I could go back to my room where there's peace and quiet and go watch some football. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, let me think about this one for a little bit. I think I'll go back to watch later. some football. 30 seconds later, you're in the room. <clears throat> well, not 30 seconds later, but I'm like, it was funny because I have a friend of mine who was like, you know, you could have played. I'm like, yeah, I could have played. You know what? But... I was really happy just to like not have to play and just hang out here and get and, and just get some rest and be good. And just, now yeah. I'm happy to come back and play and not have to deal with annoying people. So, but yeah, like I said, it, it, again, it, it, I hadn't played in a while, so I was like, all right, I'm going to try to play. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it, it, it's very almond joys got nuts, mounds don't, you know, it's that kind of thing. So, yeah, so I did do some on Saturday night. Uh, on, well, I shouldn't say Saturday night, Saturday all day. And uh, I'm trying to think of anything else this week. Um, well, I did, you know, obviously I saw Doom Patrol again. And uh, they're coming up to, like, I think we're down to, like, the last episode on Doom Patrol. Are you getting close to the season finale? Yeah, I think I think uh-huh. this it's this week. I think this is the last Doom Patrol of the season. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, no, I can get back. It is. This is the last week. Of well, this week is the for, season finale. Oh, good. Is the season finale for season four? Um, and Young Justice is, is still season, good. Young Justice was interesting. Uh, they finally went away from the Mars plot, and we got the a lot. We got a whole thing with the Harper family and Cheshire, and um, and the way things are looking, it's looking like. So far, it's looking like the major death from last episode is going to stick, which is damn shocking and impressive. 
but we'll see. And again, I don't want to spoil who it, who it is in case one of you guys want to go watch it. Unless nope. you guys, unless one of you guys don't. wants me to, to do that. No, no spoilers. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, like I said, I was a little surprised about the fact that so far it's like, so far it looks like that character's staying dead. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and then I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I did catch Succession again. Uh, that show, <laughs> that show is so fucked. It is crazy, but it's it, it's an interesting show. And I guess uh, Adrian Brody is coming in and, and doing a guest spot. But um, it is one of HBO's better dramas and a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, that was kind of it. That was kind of my week. And I know that upcoming this week, I've got a contest on Thursday night. Um, so we'll see where that goes. And then, like I said, I've got, you know, we've got the storytelling show on su- uh, the, the final season episode on Sunday night. Um, I will say, I, I, I get, I'd love to get your guys' take on this. So I'm thinking about taking a couple weeks off and then the night of that Sunday on Thanksgiving night, I'm thinking about kind of doing a room where people can come tell their stories. Uh, I want to call it uh, holiday stories. Ho, 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 or ho, or ho, or ho, holidays or ho, humbug. Any, any story you want to, any holiday story you want to tell one way or the other, the good, the bad, the sexy, the ugly, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be something I'd visit. Yeah, a sexy yeah. holiday story. No, or the art of disgusting, or yeah. you know anything you can. What's that? What's that one line? One line from George Carlin. It says, "You never, you ever realize you never seem to get laid much on Thanksgiving." <laughs> it's probably because all the coats are on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's not well. Okay. Okay. That's that's so wrong. yeah so holiday themed uh, stories there you go I don't there know you if go buy that as a rationale for not getting laid on Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> being overstuffed with food yeah I'd food buy. coma yeah food coma yeah me from food coma yeah then you're no sex is the furthest thing from your mind yeah. man well depends on who you're dealing with and if your if your family's from Kentucky and incestual. Uh, yeah, keeping it in the family. No, not my idea. <laughs> I, well, that's the other thing. It's like, okay. Dun, 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 dun. Right, it's like, all right. There so, we go, yeah, delivery know, shit. Get, what, getting some on, on Thanksgiving? With who? With who? <laughs> Unless Hopefully you're bringing a date. Unless you're bringing a date or, like, your family does some sort of swap meet shit. Um, swinger, yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. swingers party. Yeah, yeah the daughter's yeah. the daughter's talking to you, saying, "My daddy taught me how to kiss like that." Yeah, Ooh, yeah, you oh know, my. here we're gonna stuff yeah. a whole different type of bird tonight, folks. Uh, uh yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, oh man, you know, right, the, I mean, ca- the calendar girl theme from Deadpool. You know, <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that, well, that's what I mean. It's like, what exactly are you expecting out of Thanksgiving yeah, holiday? Where it's food like, fetish. Right. What do, what do you? I definitely do not have a food fetish. No, I don't have a food fetish, but I do have an appreciation for food. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I like. To yeah. Wait, my... So stop. So what? are we saying food and sex? No. 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 If I've eaten a lot of food, 
I can't get sexy after, you know, I've eaten a whole oh, lot of Oh, you mean food. that way. But, like, food during sex. Are we talking no? No food play during sex? No. No, I don't think really? so. No. None. Well, unless, unless I'm unless I'm doing something insidious with an ice cube, but you know, I'll go on full nine and a half weeks with I the mean, ice I'm, cube. Okay, the ice cube. I, I don't know about the ice. See, ice. ice Have you done the ice so cube? No. no, but we, no. no but, ice ice uh, hardly we, qualifies as food. Does whipped well, cream well, qualify as food? Well, it does go into a drink, but it's Are just we water. Counting? Are we counting whipped cream as food? Yes. Well, whipped okay, cream is then, food. Then, yes, then, that is food. Then, then I am very much for food during sex. Okay, no. All right, so, you know, there's nothing wrong with the whole let's do the whipped cream on the nips. or. Okay, so you are the net with, with that. You just draw the line at whipped cream. You know. Well, you know. Well, I'm no, just, there's I'm a just... few other things I've... Well, I mean... There was the one time I turned a woman into my own personal hot fudge sundae. Well, okay, there you go. I mean, you, but you do get those situations where, you know, the food does come into the equation. The honeys come into the equation. You got things that, you know, that taste like fruit, okay? They got, they got you know, they got fruity mm. panties. They've got all this other crazy Yeah, there's stuff food. Yeah, the there's flavor. food, food uh, like, you know, what you call it, the... Uh, the Edible fruit underwear. wrap, you know, food like the food uh, clothing made of food wrap, fruit wraps. Yeah, edible you know, food. That, yeah, yeah, yeah that, but that's you know, counted as food play. It's like that. I'm not into yeah. I'm food and it's not a thing. Okay, no, that's fine. Like I, I mean, said, I mean, to me, you know, no, I wouldn't. I, I'm not the edible panty sort of person or anything like that. Although you know, whipped cream on the nipples is not necessarily a. Okay, so Jeff is Jeff is all in. I'm a no, and Ivan is just well, Ivan I mean, has a few. Uh, Caveat. I have, on, I have a I mean, few. I have a few. I have a few naughty, you know, situations. But you know, but but it doesn't make it if you got a lot or if you got a few. You know, I mean, you act out on them. That's you know up to you. You know, but it, it, there's no shame in talking about it. You know, I mean, no, I'm not talking. But you about haven't it. done it, Ivan. Doing. Is that yeah. why I'm saying you're not? You're not. That's not your thing. Ivan. Yes. Yeah, so, well, the the food. What the food? The cream. The whip. Whip cream on the nipples? I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind trying that. I so, mean, but you haven't, you're saying? No. Okay. So I let's have. Just, okay. So Ivan's uh, food curious. I, I, I've, I've done that. And Jeff I, has. I've, I've used quite a bit of food. Okay. Ivan's During a little open minded. Okay. I, I've used quite right. a bit. I, I mean, I'm open minded, you know. I will. I, mean, I, will, I, will I mean, use... you know, I mean, because the thing is, the thing is, guys, is that. You know, okay, I mean, let's face it, all right? All right, I let's mean, face it. All okay, the, you know, let's face it. Yeah, all those dudes, you know, we go ahead and we try to fix the situation and we try to make that situation better when, in fact, you got the woman coming and saying, hey, you know what, all I want you to do is listen. And the thing that confounds me is that, <clears throat> you know, the fact that every conceivable, you know, pleasure point, you know, pleasure principle I've ever learned, I learned, you know, from the, you know, the encounters of my life, okay? And, you know, what isn't, you Where know... Where are we going? Well, wait, 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 let me finish. Land the plane, man. Where are we going? Well, no, I'm not going to get nasty about this. No, this is a very sincere please, thing. Oh, just please to... get to your point, please. That's what we're saying. 
oh, okay, okay, fine. My point is, my point is that yes, you know what? If you keep an open mind to what the woman wants for that situation, be it whipped cream, be it pudding, be it ice cream, be it whatever, you know. Oh, you gotta be careful about pudding. You know, and then you gotta be careful about pudding. Again, good bad. Say you can lay plastic down. Mm, that's not mm. comfortable. Not from underneath, no. But uh, no, but I'll get say places that, too. You gotta be careful. With yeah, yeah, crevices, man. So, yeah. Aside from that, yeah, that's all I'm saying is, yeah, you get more mileage if you if the woman you know you have in your life, you know, just opens herself up to the ideas. Hey, let's. Yeah, but we're old enough to a point where we're kind of set in our ways, so. Well, that's true, too. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that that's a record. Not saying no, don't keep an open mind, just saying that's just not my thing. Right, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Right, I mean, let's put, let's put this in perspective. I'm not sitting here saying, I'm not sitting there saying, okay, whoever I'm with is definitely, that's what we got to do. At the same time, I'm not against it, and I've done it before, and... And yes, there are some things like, for example, when Mike Singer saying, "Oh, you just put out plastic." Well, that's not comfortable, and I know this because I know it's not comfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just like I've learned a few things, like if you're, it, yeah, you know, sprinkles, bad idea. Things like chopped nuts. Yeah, bad that's idea. everywhere. Yeah, oh, that way, yeah, I can get you're rolling over. Oh, pudding, bad idea. Is that where this uh, is going? That's just. It can be, because you never know where, you know, it gets, they complain about if it gets in the hair, if it gets in, you know, if you're not careful, you know, then it gets in certain places where they don't want you to go. You got to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, that, that can be a little messy, yeah. Right, and then the yeah. other problem is, is that you're in it too, so it's... Yeah, so now you're getting all over your own shit. On, right, and, like, and depending on what's going on with that, yeah. Depending on what's going on with that, you know, sometimes women aren't all that interested as you are about eating them that off of them as they might be of eating it off of you. So yeah, no, you, you, no, we, you gotta, yeah, we you typically gotta, got more hair. So. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and, yeah, and you know, it, and, and our positions, you know, are a little bit, are a little bit different too when it comes to that. It's kind of like, yeah, you know what? Don't necessarily want to. You know, crunch down on that. I don't mind taking it off of you and tonguing you off it, but I don't know if I want to suck you down. You know, I mean, you know, that type of idea. You know, it's like, well, I mean, you know, it, it look, I mean, it, you just have to be careful and you have to be smart about certain things. Well, yeah, you know, that's if you're, true. If you're, no, like, absolutely. You know, like, for yeah. example, like, for example, if you're going to use pudding, uh, you don't just slather it everywhere. <laughs> no. You don't slather it everywhere. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> and I learned this the hard way. Oh, my poor man. Okay. I mean, these are things you learn over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, um, you know, things like that. Just like the like I learned, you know, chop nuts. They get places they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and you happen to roll over it, it's like, ouch. I okay. There, all I'm gonna tell you is that cost me a relationship. Well, here's here's something to think about just for a second. All right, the insertion of fruit. Where does that leave you at? It depends on the kind of fruit and I'm where. Saying, 
We're talking bananas. We're talking cucumbers. Well, first of all, I don't eat bananas, so that's not happening. <laughs> I don't eat bananas. That's you know, you know where you're going with this, right? It's kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, because you do got those occasions where, you know, the, you know, some women they just like doing the fruit, or they like doing the uh, the sausages. They like doing things like this. Um. Yeah. Again, I I'll be honest. I never got that. I mean, so I will say I had so I. I had an interesting conversation about this with an adult actress. Okay. Um, it's funny you say that because mm-hmm. there was one, there was, there was somebody who I was getting dances from, right? I, so I ran, the first time I ran to her, she was a regular, she was doing, she was regularly working at Polecats at the time. And, mm-hmm. and she said that she did porn and I was like, Shut up! You don't do porn. She's like, no, look me up. And so it was funny. It was like what I, you know, like the next day I'm like, she probably don't do porn. And I looked her up. There she is. Wow. There she is doing porn. Well, one of the things that I see her while she's doing porn is she is she is her with a cucumber, like this gigantic cucumber. Okay. And it was really kind of funny because so about a month or two later we're back at Polecats and I happened to see her. And I must have made an impression because she comes running up and pretty much jumps in my lap, um, uh-huh. which everybody is we're like, okay, that was interesting. Um, and we're just talking in general. And I said, uh-huh. and she's like, and she's like, so did you look me up? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, cucumber, really? And she's like, yeah. And she gives me a look, you know, like, that doesn't sound, that doesn't look good. She's like, I will give you this tip. If you ever decide to do that with a woman and play with a, you use that as a like vegetable player, stuff like that. Don't leave it in the refrigerator before you bring it out. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. And, and you just said, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. And she, I'm like, and I, I, I'm like, I looked at her like, Oh, and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, sorry. She's like, well, yeah, it's freaking freezing, and they put it. Uh, it it kind of gives no meaning to the word cocock. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you cococked her with the cucumber. Cocock herself. Yeah, well, like I said, that's why I figured I, I mentioned this. Where it's like, I literally had this conversation. You know, it's like, no, I haven't. No, I haven't used sausages or cucumbers or anything like that. But I know someone who has, and I had the conversation, and so I thought this would be kind of an amusing story, which was, yeah, so it's funny, because it's like, no, yeah, I, I apparently, did, I did apparently have, um... they left it in the refrigerator, like, the entire time, and then brought it out, <laughs> and basically brought it to her, and then she went to it, and she's like, ah! Oh my you god, know? trying to wrap her, her hot self around this cold-ass cucumber, oh my right. god, that well, was the best. Yeah. It had to be horrendous. Oh my god! Oh my god! That uh, you mean? She, uh... I... <laughs> well, that obviously must have been her first time because. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, yeah, I, first time doing yeah, that because but... you think you'd learn your lesson, let it assume room temperature. Well, yeah, yeah. I did. Well, I did I... have a friend. I did have a friend of a friend 
who for some weird reason they were, you know, spending the night together. And she comes back, you know, and she's telling me about, yeah, you know what? My friend, you know, was all horny. And so she figured she wanted to do this banana. And I, and I says, yeah, well, what's the problem with that? And she goes, yeah, well, unfortunately, she ended up having to go into emergency because she broke it off in her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, no, you got like I said, you got to. Tread, ca- tread cautiously. <laughs> with, with fruit, you know, fruits can, you know, fruits are sensuous. We are sexual. You know, remember that conversation, uh, Mrs. Warmer? I don't know about which is warmer, but you know, uh, yeah, you know, from the uh, Animal House. From uh, Animal House. Oh, oh, okay. I caught. Uh, reminds me. Um, friend of mine posted a an old commercial from like the Space nineteen ninety nine toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ivan, our buddy Matt. You know, uh, he got the, uh, okay. And okay. Um, he, he's all into you know, used from that era from like Space nineteen ninety nine, and it was ne- the. The voiceover for the commercial was the guy who played Dean Wormer. <laughs> nice. Wow. Like, fat, drunk, and stupid. There's no way to go through life, son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. That is cool. Man. I mean, you know the, the guy's voice. You know, it's like, I think he played I Falcone mean, yeah, in the Batman animated series. Yeah, the very distinctive voice, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, he was it's in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, he's too. done a lot of voice, yeah. all the roles, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Oh, man. Okay, uh, so as long as we're, uh, we're there, worst in terms of who was a bigger evil bastard, is it Dean Wormer or the principal guy from the Breakfast Club? Uh, I think I'd have I to go... Have to go- the biggest douchebag, I'd say, would be the principal from Breakfast Club. Right. I think, I, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. think I'm with you there. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. As I was going to see, Wormer was the meaner guy. You know, I mean, he had this contemptible, mm. he had this contempt in his voice, you know, and it just, when, when he, every line he would utter, it was just like, yeah, I'm convinced this motherfucker's going to hurt somebody. There's literally like 20 years of like those types of movies where it's either that guy or the Breakfast Club guy, as like like the principal or some head of a college. That Literally, it's one of those two the, guys. Or what about the how about the principal in uh, in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh, the guy, who, the red-headed guy, Eddie Barzone, Eddie Barzone. The, yes, the red-haired guy with the creepy mustache from Ferris yeah, Bueller's she, Day Off. Yeah, yeah, that's the dude. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No. I mean that guy was crazed. I mean he wanted that he wanted to catch him yeah, red handed. Yeah. I mean, between him and the sister. Using that awful but... Howard the Duck movie. Oh, is he oh, the Duck movie too? The Duck yeah, he was uh, he, he, he became movie? yeah, he became possessed by the dark overlord of the universe at the end. And I will be summoning the other dark overlord. Yeah, see Ivan knows the whole movie because he loves it. He's the biggest Howard the Duck fan there is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this this was my guilty pleasure. I put it out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am was... still I'm still pretty convinced that at some point at they some revisit point, him. Uh, at some point well they've already put him in movies. Okay. Ivan, I don't know if you're aware of that or not. 
Hmm. He's in the Guardian movies. He's in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He's in both of them. And um, he was in he was in What If. Okay, okay. Um, I need to he, catch up. He, he he was in What If on Disney Plus. So yeah, I, to so they used they had used like one him. line each in the Guardian films. Right, but he had a big part in What If. Did yeah, the one episode where he? Thor goes to Party Town. Yeah. No, he's in the other one too. He's in the finale. Okay. No, no, the one. Isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's he also the the T'Challa Star Lord. Yeah, right, and the T'Challa Star Lord yeah. one. He plays a big part. Mm. So you know he's no, and it's funny because they were supposed to do. They were supposed to do an animated with him. Yeah, they for were... Hulu, and it fell through. Yeah. And so, no, I think that you know it's funny. I would not be shocked. Because there, I don't know if you've heard this, heard this, Mike. But one of the things I've heard about Guardians of the Galaxy is is that they may keep the franchise but switch out who's in the Guardians. Yeah, they of the just Galaxy. started filming Guardians three because Dave Bautista says this is his last time as director. Well, and it sounds like a lot of the other ones may be out too. Yeah. Um, and you know, let's be honest. All right, you know, you you kind of want the. You know the you know the rockets and the groots are kind of nice to have. Well, all right, what other what other Marvel characters are like that? I mean, okay, Howard the Duck isn't exactly like that, but he would certainly fit the bill yeah. of something that somebody or, um, crazy that the, you could put in the Guardians. The space of the dog, you know, um, the dog with the astronaut helmet, bubble helmet. Oh. I can't remember who that is. I, I thought you were talking about the other one, the Inhumans dog. That, oh, okay. That they did that human show with, and you know, I could see Howard the Duck in that scenario. Yeah, I, I think that's a possibility. I think at some point, I could. The, I could. You know, I, I mean, I, I could see Howard du- Howard the Duck in, in in the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that would that would make that would make a nice that would make for a refreshing change, wouldn't you think? No, that'd be, be done. I'm sure it'd be. I'm sure it'd be if it'd be done right. It'd be kind of funny, yeah. actually, in some ways, if they kept Rocket and they had Howard the Duck. Oh, now there you go. There's the exchange right there. See? Yeah. That's they just that started. They, they just started filming today. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. so you, got three, the, yeah. you got you got this. You know, you got you got Rocket, and then you got Howard, and it's like you know they're both the, they're kind of of the same ilk. Is there a word called that? Yeah, yeah but and, they're just different enough in personality where the two of them could rub each other the wrong way, literally. Exactly. You not see you follow me. Yeah, <laughs> just enough to for them to just like throw sides at one another at certain scenes mm-hmm. and things like this, you know? You know, and, and just the snide remark here, snide remark there, you know, and then in some kind of motion they both know a technology and they, hey they come together and there we go. Everything yeah. takes off, you know? By the way, we never got to... So, Mike, I saw you did a game night. What game yes. did you play? Funny. and what? It, yeah, you know. my... How was your week, Mike? Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what you get. Well, we get we, we run we in. Could go, we could go the other direction with that. Hey, Mike, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Mike, how'd you do this? So, anyway, let's get into the news. Um, no, I've had a... No, uh, I've had a... Shit, we could work. Um, 
Wah, fix wah, just. Wah, wah. No, no, no. That's no sad horn. Um, <clears throat> that's um, cut, I'm breaking, fixing windows, and because uh, winter's coming, and they you know that uh, brace yourselves. <clears throat> so everyone, all the windows that have been broken all summer, uh, they suddenly want to get fixed now. So people bringing in windows, and the other day fixing a window and trying to get the old glass out. And I swipe my arm across the broken oh, glass, man. and I take the top of my knuckle off. Oh, so, fuck. That, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, that sucks. Shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 did my, I did my thumb in a in a meat cutter like that, man, right mm. underneath my thumb, man. Mm. Oh, you yeah. all right, dude? I'll live. I'm here. I'm surviving. But there was yeah, there was a bit of blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so, man, I felt that, but, man. But, um, yeah, so work's been kicking my ass, but I've had a couple of good, uh, Saturday night we had our game night. It was, um, the Touch of Evil based on the dark gothic card game. I guess this was the originator of the card game. Like, the card game came after this board game that we finally played. And it was alright. Um, I didn't win. We had to play competitively, surprisingly, because I have one of our usual game night dudes uh, who's not into competitive, but the game says, he said the game played better uh, competitively. So I'm like, okay. So we competed against each other and he won. <laughs> so, but it was fun. It was okay. Like I said, it was based on that, like the dark Gothic um, touch of evil where it's all the card art is just like a bunch of cosplayers. Um, ah. But it was, it was still interesting. Um, still fantasy based. <clears throat> so I did that Saturday. Uh, watched uh, the on the what on dis on Discovery Channel or History Channel had the the same company that did the toys that made us and the movies that made us. They did this. They're doing this ten part Star Trek um, retrospect for the fifty fifth anniversary. And cool. Episode one mm-hmm. was about TOS and its origins and how. Lucille Ball uh, saved the franchise. Mm. Um, because, uh, but all it talks about the history of Desilu, which is interesting, because um, Desilu also came up with the Mission Impossible. They owned yes, the. They, they, uh, they came. Well, they had a lot of great shows. They did the Untouchables and a uh, number of other great shows. I mean, just quality stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting that I did a lot of stuff I didn't know about Desilu. Of course, after. After Desi uh, divorced Lucy in 59, 58, or whatever. Uh, but she still uh-huh. kept on. She's a smart business person. She knew it was all about ownership. And if they hadn't, um, if the if Desilu hadn't fought for the rights to the re airing of uh-huh. I Love Lucy, then yeah. it wouldn't have been uh, Star Trek because, like, what, 40 days, 50 days, less than two months after Star Trek was canceled, we landed on the moon. <laughs> And the 70s is when Star Trek really gained a cult following in, in reruns, which is right. interesting. So anyway, this 10-part series about, uh, what's it called? The Star Trek, uh, the Center Chair, I think it's called. Uh, and it's a 10-part series. I think four parts are going to be on the History Channel, and the other six are going to be on the History Channel's streaming service. So I don't know if I'm going to have to find a way to acquire them uh, through my uh, more less than nefarious, more nefarious name means. I do want to watch them. Um, but like I said, it's 10 parts, so I'm sure it's going to deal with like the history of the entire franchise. So 
That's cool. That's cool, man. I mean, you know, that, that sounds like it's going to be some good viewing. What's that noise? I don't know. I'm hearing like a... Yeah, I know. Like something's a rustling around. kind of noise. Mm. Okay, Maybe it's on. me. Maybe oh, it's around. me moving around. Okay. There, it's, a, it's gone. Uh, so yeah, game night. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I said it's game night and... Um, I guess, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, our game night, uh, we are hosting, he was hosting the night and his daughter got home from work and apparently she got caught speeding last week and, and well, thank goodness, you know, nobody got hurt and it was, and it was, it was bad and it was, it was, she was doing 88 and a 55. Oh my goodness. And yeah, sure. Her, there, of course the, the, the mother is furious. And, um, and I told Kevin, I said, Kevin, it's, it's, it's a terrible thing that happened. Hope she learned her lesson. I'm glad nobody got hurt, but please tell me somebody made a back to the future joke. <laughs> Doing 88 miles per hour. <laughs> and me and Steve just started laughing and rolling. <laughs> Kevin, right Kevin didn't time. think it was that funny. Right on time, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, like, was she playing Huey Lewis in the car when she <laughs> hit the 80? Great Scott! <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. And, 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 it, and it still has the appeal, that Back to the Future, man. Let me yeah. tell you. Um, yeah. Uh, I had a... Uh, Sunday fun day gun day with Tessman on uh, yesterday out there by him, and that was good. Yeah, what, kind of, what kind of what kind of gun? What kind of rounds? Oh, it was just mostly oh mostly plinking with twenty twos. I had uh, just shooting at uh, paper targets and some clay pigeons we had set up on a board with nails, and that's all. We're just plinking, just uh, setting my scope on my twenty two plinker plinker, and plinking plinking. Uh, but I did did uh, find. You know, of course, we can find more. You know, ammo's like like wasn't available a year ago, but we've got some now. So, um, but uh, yeah, it was good. I had a good time. Good time. Good to see Matt. He's uh, he's doing good. He's got some. He's hanging out with friends. I think I might see him again over the holidays. We'll see. But but Tessman's doing good. So that's great. But, give, uh, give him uh, give, give him give him uh, my best and. Uh... Of course. Yeah, you know. Does Tessman know Tess Tess Marker from uh, mm-hmm. from uh, Superman's? No, no, no relation Superman's. to Miss Tess Marker. I always remember Hack- Hackensack, New Jersey. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know I exactly. Where it. <laughs> yeah, hey, I by the way, today. Uh, I'm sorry, thinking ahead. about it, Mike. Huh? Uh, your your guy Salman Grundy. Uh, <laughs> Took a kind of was kind of was kind of a big player in the end of the Stargirl uh, season two finale. All right, cool. So, yeah, because we talked. I talked about Solomon Grundy last week. Hey, tune oh, in to episode one seventy one. I'll talk about the Batman: The Long Halloween and how my childhood friend ruined Solomon Grundy for me. Because every time now I see Solomon Grundy, I think of the Super Friends, where <laughs> Solomon Grundy be all like, Solomon Grundy hates Super Friends. <laughs> Salmon Grundy hates Star Girl. 
Solomon Grundy. Hey, yeah, is season is Star Girl is, is Star Girl over now? Is that season two yeah. done? And yeah. you said so you said I, it was mostly underwhelming. You know what? Underwhelming. You can oh, you no. can you can pretty much watch the start of the season. And actually, I take it back. You could watch the last episode of the season, and you'll get everything you need from the entire season. Oh, that's too bad. It, it's one of those seasons where literally, <laughs> like, I'm watching the preview for the final episode, and I'm like, boy, I could have pretty much watched this and not had to watch this season. No, that's too bad. Um, It's like, oh, look, all the budget is back. Yeah, they saved it all for the finale. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in uh, Krypton, where they, like, oh, it just pissed me off thinking about Krypton on sci-fi. That had such great potential. And, like, for five it episodes, they're run around in the same five Superman. fucking tunnels. We hate Superman and Super Friends. Uh, Solomon Grundy hates Stargirl finale. Uh. Mm, Solomon Grundy hate no budget. <laughs> yeah. Solomon Grundy need to smoke matter. Come here, Solomon Grundy. Well, I mean, that's Ivan, you hitting on your bong. Uh, yes, I. Yes, okay. I, am. I thought I heard some water b- bubbling there on your end. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was trying out uh, this new stuff. Uh, it's called Smoke Matter. Comes in a pouch. You know, very fresh. Doesn't it all come in a pouch? Well, no, no. Believe it or not, uh, certain certain eights or sixteenths that you buy, some of them come in glass. Oh. Some of them come in these really, you know, cool containers. You know, reusable, rethinkable. Type containers and they like, come in souvenir cups. Well, believe it or not, uh, I got I, I got my nug sitting in my ozone because uh, when I got ozone, I got the the the, the eighth. Wait, of... did you say you're nuts? Nugs, nugs. Oh, nugs, Jesus. Nugs. Ivan's weed du jour. <laughs> no nugs. Okay, no. You want to talk about nuts? Here's a side note. Uh, I was uh, I was on a, I was on you know Farco book, and I saw an ad you know, for, you know, canned nuts. And the icon is, looks like a little fox or a little cat and he's showing his nuts and the packaging reads MU like mu nuts. Now mu translated into English means numbing. So basically the product reads numb nuts. Nice. Just like uh, the camel uh, spokesperson looks like a dick and balls, you know? You trying know. to get into that though, suggestive advertising. Yeah, so I saw that and I was just like, what the fuck? And I was just like, okay. okay. <laughs> hey, give me, I want to get a jar of numb nuts, please. <laughs> mm. Here, here's, anyway, here, here's, so anyway, yeah, the, 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 here's, the, a, here's yeah. a cucumber that'll take care of the problem. Yeah, really. So, yeah, the smoke manner that I got, nice pouch, clean, very, very enjoyable, very fluid, not hard on the throat either. It's very nice. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that was me hitting on the bong, and you notice I'm not coughing up a storm because it's very smooth. You know, it's what my doctor uh, suggested. You know, uh, thank you, Dr. Sakotan. You know, because he told me, he goes, yeah, if you're going to do that, I'd rather you go ahead and, you know, do it through a bong because it'll, it'll make it easy. It won't be as, you know, it won't be as hard going down and everything like that. I'm like, okay, great. You know, so he made a, a very comfortable place even more comfortable. So, yeah, I was soft. Mm. Does he friends with Dr. Feelgood? He's the one that makes you feel all right. Hmm. <laughs> I'm feeling so. I'm feeling so good myself. 
Did you ever, Mike, did you ever play, there was a game that I had when I was a kid. Uh, it was a card game and it was called Grass and it came in like a burlap sack bag. And, grass? A card yeah, game called went, Grass? Yeah, and the objective was is that you basically had to like, it, it, it basically like simulated the drug trade. Huh. <laughs> and you had to like not get caught with certain things or yeah, I can't remember all the details. Wow. It, it, but it's crazy. It, 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 pro- it probably still exists, but I had it as a kid. It was a phenomenally fun game, and it was funny because my, you know, like, science certain family. I, like, I would play with certain people when I was, like, a teenager, and I had certain people who, you know, their, pa- their parents would be like, your son is playing a game with our kids called Grass. <laughs> Yeah, there's a yeah, it's a yeah, it's a bag of grass and it's a burlap bag that says grass on it. Yes, I, yeah. I've seen it on I see it on eBay. Why would we grew down on the farm and we never knew what it was called? Some said it's a flower, some said it's a weed. I never gave it much thought. But yeah, no, it's it was a fun game. I mean, it, how much is it going for on eBay? Like 30, 40 bucks. 30, 40 dollars, really? Yeah. Wow, well, it's amazing! <laughs> wow, I don't have that game anymore. I, I don't have that game anymore. Now, suddenly, I'm sitting here going, "Wow, I wish I kept my copy." Um, Man, I well, probably, awesome. there you go. Yep. Probably so, make some money on it. Okay. I remember <laughs> I used growing up. No, I didn't have that. But it's one board game that I'm think back of fondly is a board game called The Winning Ticket from Ideal, and it's pretty much encourages kids to gamble. <laughs> it's like you go around buying lottery tickets and then you have you know someone hits a lottery square and then you it's like it's like a plinko like little triangles fall down trying to get the winning numbers and you win the money and you either well, then you either you win the big jackpot or you go broke trying to buy all the tickets there's there's another wow. game I can't, I can't remember the name of it right now but there's a game where basically you you technically are all monkeys at the zoo and you're flinging poo at each other. Nice. <laughs> Classy. It's a, card yeah. game. it's a card game and I can't remember the name of it. Huh. But essentially you, you, the objective is to, is to like, you gotta like, you know, there's like a point. It sounds like some, it sounds like some really extreme version of ants in the pants, you know, the ones where you press the ants down and try to get them into the pants. I don't know about that. This is more. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, okay. Hold well, on, you, I, hold on. I, well, I, okay, tell me from the, let me, let me the game see if point I can find of my deal. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. So while well, Jeff's looking it. for that, um, monkey, monkey poo card game. Monkey poo card game. <laughs> yep. Oh, hey, game up. Monkey poo card. Right. Monkey poo. <laughs> it's actually called poo. It's, um, they claim it's a two-player game, but I'm telling you, I played it with more than two players. Okay. Uh, it is from t- 2009. Okay. I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, board game geek. Oh, here we go. Two to eight players. Um, Still waiting on my uh, Transformers deck building game from Renegade Studios. Yeah. Or that uh, shit in June. Here, description. It's been a, so. Pooh is a fast-paced card game 
for two to eight players requiring anywhere from five to 15 minutes to play. It's fast and furious, something you can play while waiting in a line. Or... Hello? Hello? Oh, I'm here. Did Each we lose Jeff? Until... Oh, there's Jeff. There he is. Oh, up. did you lose so, me for a second? No, I, yeah, you got muted for a moment. Um, why don't you start over about the description of the uh, the card game? Yeah, oh, please. Okay. So it's a so Pooh is a fast paced card game for two to eight players, requiring uh, five to fifteen minutes to play. Uh, each player takes the role of a monkey. You fling Pooh and mess with each other until only one monkey is left standing. That, of course, is the monkey is the cleanest one. Each turn, a player each turn, every player gets to draw a play card and usually either fling poo at another player or clean himself <laughs> off. Out of turn, each player gets to play cards to defend himself or fit or foil other players' poo th- flinging. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I've played it. It's a fun game. It sounds like a, it sounds like a regular ball in the hall, man. Yeah. I wish I had like more player. I wish I had more people who wanted to play uh, Trailer Park Wars. As uh... oh man, was that the one we played, uh, Mike? Yes, yeah, one I bought uh, on our way up north with Trevor. Oh, Is man, that the that board game? Great, that was a great game. Yeah, Trailer Park Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I think I played game. it. Yeah, you got to collect all the pink flamingos. I think I played this game. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it is a great game. It's very hillbilly. Yeah, very redneck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Or maybe maybe it was a different game. Maybe something called Rednecking. I don't know no. if that's a game, too. I don't remember. No. There game, this one you have to decorate game. your trailer park with the most pink flamingos. Right. With the... uh, I don't know. No. Okay, then. No, it's not. That wasn't it, then. Okay. That might, I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, so, uh, unless we have other fetishes we want to talk about, I guess we can start with news. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently... <laughs> so, apparently, <laughs> the... Um, uh, apparently, the... Um, Rogue Squadron from Patty Jenkins has been dela- is being delayed into production, and now they're talking about a release date in late December 2023. That's what I was interested in. Well, I like, why don't I have like a Star Wars Top Gun, you know, kind of feature, you know? When is that coming out, by the way? I don't know. Um, I don't think anybody Top Gun? I think it was, they pushed it to, maybe I think, I think they pushed it to next year. Is it? Okay. Last I heard it was Christmas. I don't know, let me check the Yeah, then I think they moved it. I I I think they, they, I think they went to March on that. Yeah, I think you're so, right. 2022, yeah. So apparently Regina Hall is going to start. Regina Hall. May, no, it's May gonna... of next year. Oh, oh it's it? May? Okay. okay, I thought yeah. it was March. Okay, good to know. So Regina Hall, best known for Girls Trip and Scary Movie, is going to be in a sequel, what they're calling a sequel, to what was Midnight Run. The 1988 action comedy. Oh, with yeah, Robert with De Niro, De Niro and Groden, yeah. De Groden, which, now, normally I would be annoyed about this, but De Niro is um, producing this. Interesting. He's actually producing it. It's unclear if De Niro will report, reprise his role as bounty hunter Jack Walsh. It's getting too old, man. 
I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I would be kind of amused if he this was. This is back. maybe like a passing of the torch movie. Like, so I have two other. Maybe. Like, I mean, stars. in fairness, in fairness, that's one of those movies that, like, when you saw, like, I've. That's one of those movies where it's like, if you've never seen that movie, you know, I saw it as a kid. Yeah. You know, when it came out, and it was it was amazing and it was fun and it was hilarious. Yeah. And you know, if you're a Gen X, that, that movie's yeah. on your list of that, of the, yeah. okay, great movies that you'd want to sit down and watch in a minute. Yeah. You good, know, that's good eighties, good eighties romp in that. Right. Well, not good even buddy that, comedy. Right. And the, and the best part is I kind of laughed cause it's like, there never was a sequel. There no. wasn't a continued series. It was a it's it stands on its own. That's all there is. And as much as you're like, oh, I'd like to see more of this, it's like, hey, yeah. well, this was good. It's um, good in the content for which it came. You know, it'd be funny because Regina Hall, obviously being uh, being a black actress, um, it would be kind of funny if she was the daughter of the FBI agent Alonzo Mosley. Oh yeah. From the movie, that now that would be kind of amusing. Which is like, all right, Walsh, you owe me. Interesting. That that would be a way to play it. Yeah. Um, See what other news? Um, uh, uh, Gal Gadot's confirmed that Linda Carter has joined the cast of Wonder Woman three. Wow. I would hope so. Yeah, that was the big tease at the end of uh, right. Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, that wasn't a given. Yeah. No, well, not yet. Uh, not until she's. It's confirmed now, so. Okay. Well, I thought that was a given, given what we saw at the end of the. Yeah. Well, at the end of the... I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, that didn't come at no uh, small price tag. Um, mm. I'd be curious to see what kind of money Linda Carter got for that. I I don't know that it's the number you think it is, Ivan. Yeah, I mean. Well, but you know, we're talking, you know. Yeah, Wonder Woman of you know so many Wonder Woman, you know. She's had some you know, bit roles, but sure, she's happy to take up the you know, the uh, another DC role. I remember she was wasn't she like president uh, on Supergirl? Yeah, and another speaking of which, speaking of which, tomorrow is the two. So here's another example of where this happens, which is oh, the special two hours series finale. No, you took two episodes and you didn't want to. You just want to air them and get them done. Um, no. But yeah, the series finale is is tomorrow um, for Supergirl, and um, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I'm curious to see if where they leave things, what kind of if there's any any CW verse characters that show up and cross over. It doesn't sound like it. I am curious to see if any of these characters. I mean, I mean, I know the character who plays Supergirl's sister is in this big event that they're doing with the Flash coming up next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, that starts, but I'm curious because you know you've got Superman and Lois. Okay, well, okay. could some of these characters now that they've been freed up from Supergirl, could some of them start showing up? for Superman Lois. So I'll be curious to see it, where or if any of that goes anywhere or if anything at all. I, I, I have a feeling the answer is no, but we'll see. 
Well, that's a that's a tumbling of a lot of dominoes all at once, don't you think? What? Just the the way that's all the way that's all sequenced out like that. Well, we'll see. I mean, that's one of the things that, and and you know, I don't want to be a dead horse, but that's one of the things where I kind of laugh that I feel like they've really. In the last few years, they've sort of missed the boat. And and I'm not looking for a full-on crossover. But one of the things w- that was kind of cool was every so often was once yeah. the Blue Moon, you'd see, you know, one of the characters from the other shows mm-hmm. kind of pop by or cross over. Right. You know, I, I understand the pandemic was part of it, was part of it, but some of it was that wasn't happening before the pandemic either, you right. know. And so to me, I think that's kind of where I kind of sit there and I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that those are opportunities where, you know, you could have that connected universe at times right. and, and, and they, and they don't, and, and, and at times they used to, and it was nice to have now a lot of that stuff is not as connective. And okay. so, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said okay. No, I was agreeing with you. Right, and and I think that's that's part of the. I think that's where they've lost out because you certainly aren't making it up on the budget, and you know some of these shows. You know, like I said, I don't know. I'm curious to see where this goes. I, I for once, I'll watch the Flash because I'm curious because they're doing kind of a crossover thing in it. Just to tie in to, well, to, to help tie it up with a bow. Well, let's see well, how much of the, let's see how much of this how much screen time this crossover gets on that series. Well, no, I mean, so it's interesting because they're do, with, with the Flash, they're doing something interesting, which is is that they're doing they're doing it as five episodes of the Flash. It's okay. like a five episode arc in the Flash with these characters. What's interesting about it is this: okay. of the characters that are that are being included in this special event crossover, only one of them has a current show on air, and that's and that's what's her name, the woman from Batwoman. The rest of them, all their shows are defunct. You know, it's the guy, it's Cress Williams who's playing Black Lightning. Yep. It's the girl who was in the Supergirl, who's the sister for Supergirl in this. It's the it's Green Arrow's daughter from the future from the show that didn't happen. Um, it's um, Brandon Routh coming back to play the Atom, and Brandon Routh so hasn't it, been on hasn't been on Left Legends of Tomorrow last year. So to is, me, is it is it, a, is it kind of a, is, is it kind of dated before it even airs? No, I don't know if it's dated, but it you know they have a lot of. I just think that you have a lot of characters. You have a lot of people right now who were are characters in that in that CW verse that are kind of floating around that you can use and and you can play with with in right. in these other shows. And I understand that you can't inundate some of these shows with some of these characters, but there's another part of me where I'm like, there's opportunities here, well, and yeah. I just feel like they're not taking nearly as much advantage as they could. Yeah, I thought we'd have um, more crossovers after the crisis. But. Well, not only that, but like, for example, okay, Legends of Tomorrow. Here, I'll give you an example. So Legends okay. of Tomorrow, which is, based, is is basically a team show, a team show to begin with anyway. Uh-huh. I, mm-hmm. I, I like the characters on there, 
But now you have a whole bunch of characters who are around and available that you could put on that Legends of Tomorrow show and make them new cast members for that show. They're not doing that. Instead, they're creating their own characters that aren't even DC characters. They're just creating them on their own. Whole cloth, yeah. Yeah, whole cloth. Not and based like, on any books. Right. It's like, or and, and, and it's like, okay, you're creating stuff not even based on any books. And fine, you don't want to use the books. Okay, fine. You're not using any of the CW-verse characters that are sitting around willy-nilly either. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, again, to me, it's just one of those things that one of the things that was appealing when they first started was, yeah, Arrow started as its own entity. Yeah, the Flash started its own entity. But there was a connected this, and every so often yeah. you'd see a character here or there. And then even with Legends of Tomorrow, there yeah. was a connectedness. You see a character here or there. Supergirl, kind of the same thing. Yeah, did we get but, any of that in the season one of Superman and Lois? No. That, well, the, the closest would be Diggle shows up for an episode. Diggle. <laughs> um, who, which is, um, you know, um, Oliver Queen's buddy. Right shows up and the irony is he shows up and he's working for checkmate but at the same time he's working for checkmate and yet he doesn't get suited up and by the way at the end of the green arrow show he supposedly has power he supposedly has a has a gl ring and i'm kind of like sitting there because you know superman's in this bad spot where he's you know at the end of that season where you know he's fighting who he's fighting and it's like Superman Steel. And I'm kind of like sitting here going, but you just brought in John Diggle, a.k.a. John Stewart. And he supposedly has a ring. Hmm. Has, he has a Green Lantern ring. What, you don't got enough budget to bring in the Apparent, Green Lantern no, here? No, apparently not. Nope. Apparently not. Or, oh, you don't want to go down this route. And it's like, well, why? It's dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> you know, I mean, here's your opportunity for once to do something cool. You've decided not to. Like, okay. And it, uh, it was, and, and the usual excuses. I mean, my favorite, Mike, is the usual excuses. Well, you know, they have other shows that they have to be on, and, and it's hard to juggle a schedule. He's not on any of your shows. That show's been off the air now for over a year. Right. It's about it's about being uh, tight with the purse strings on CW. Yeah, well, or, or I hate to say it, the other problem becomes, like, oh, okay, um, no, you know, we've got an HBO Max Green Lantern show coming up. We don't want to steal any of that thunder, which doesn't make any sense because I feel like I can say this. So Jade, who is Alan Scott's daughter, is in season two of of Stargirl. And she's got a power, she's got a Green Lantern ring and uses it. So what's the problem here? It's like, uh, and by the way, that was the other music part about Stargirl is, okay, let's bring in the characters that are cool characters, but use a shitload of special effects. Yeah. Like, okay, let's use Jade who uses Green Lantern power. Great. That's just wonderful. 
There's a reason we don't see her for like half the season and then she shows up again. Or we are introduced to Johnny Thunder, which is like the th- the big Thunderbolt guy. Yeah. And he kind of, he has this, they have one episode where they introduce that and then he kind of disappears until the end of the season and shows back up again. <laughs> and it's well, like, it's a- here's a thought. Don't pick the people who are going to kill your budget. <laughs> but, okay, you win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> DC, like I said, you know, you'd think that in this, this lull, that after like the, the great crescendo, the crescendo that was Endgame, and now mm-hmm. Marvel is just trying to pick up the pieces and rebuild you think DC would have, you know, uh, picked up the ball and ran with it, but they're still not. Well, the part that makes me laugh is this. And this is the part that is the part where I shake my head. Is once upon a time, the CW shows, if you sat there and said, which would you rather watch than that book shows from Marvel or Marvel, the CW Netflix shows? Marvel, Netflix, or the CWs, yeah. Or the CW shows, I go, oh, the CW shows, without question. Okay. Well, the, 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 the Marvel Netflix shows are, quote-unquote, gone. I mean, they still exist, but they're not making any new ones. No. Okay. The CW is kind of the same CW-verse that it's been. But then Marvel went and did all the stuff they're doing on Disney+, Plus, and it's like, you kind of sit there and you're like, well, okay. When are we getting stuff like that from 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 DC? And... In fairness, I guess technically Titans is the answer to one of those questions. Doom Patrol is another. Um, this this Peacemaker series that's coming with John Cena is another answer. But the CW stuff, yeah, they've kind of like, okay, this is the level of where it's going to be. And it's like, that doesn't and now, And now five years on, we're still talking about David Ayer's um, Suicide Squad cut. Not the extended version we got on the DVD, but his own director's cut. Yeah, I'd like to see that, actually. I actually yeah. do want to see it. He says that, you know, that uh, they, they they butchered it. They, they yeah, you know, like there wasn't one. They, they, they said the after the BVS reviews shell shocked the leadership at the time and the success of Deadpool, my soulful drama was beaten into a comedy. So David Ayer still wants his director's cut of Suicide Squad. And then, but the thing is about DC is still, they're working on other projects mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, are we ever going to gauge the success quote unquote of the Snyder cut of justice league. I mean, well, I just can say laughed. it was a win for them for HBO Max or not. Um, I would say it was a win for them. Yeah. I would say it's a win for them. And the irony is it took a little bit of time. But all think, those you... stories, all those stories that we used to be getting the never ending stories about Snyder cut, Snyder cut, Snyder cut, Snyder cut, Snyder cut, Snyder, cut, Snyder Justice League, Snyder, Snyder, Snyder for like two, three years. Yeah. are all gone now. Those stories don't happen anymore. We don't hear any of that shit anymore. Um, whereas the Dare, the David Ayer stuff doesn't seem to get nearly the play. Kind of lip service? 
And that's the, the lack. Kind of lips are... Maybe that's the the lackluster. I suppose. I don't know if uh, how much more successful this, the Suicide Squad sequel was. Uh, but even before that, yeah. Even before the Suicide Squad sequel, um, I mean, to me, it's just interesting because it's like, and, and this is an example to me as to where Zack Snyder's kind of a cock mm-hmm. is. <laughs> is oh my Snyder cut oh my Snyder cut oh my Snyder cut you could have pushed to get the air cut too but that's an afterthought to you uh-huh. and and never mind that air has basically sat there and said I don't need an extra 70 million and I don't need reshoots it's done I could air it right now and he said that on Twitter yeah and he said times. he's got a, the, the score some about how the score was already set and it didn't have a single radio song in it. <laughs> so right, it could he could assemble his air cut the way he wanted to with a fraction of the money that they got for Justice League. Right, and to me that's the part I laugh about is really if they were smart, why not? I mean, what does it hurt to release his cut? On HBO Max. I don't yeah. think it does. Yeah. I don't think it hurts anything. If anything, what did It'll we learn from this? Yeah. It'll you know, benefit well, what we... well, it would benefit DC too. It's like, what did we learn from the Snyder Cut? Okay, they aired it. Great. They got a whole bunch of people to buy HBO Max and watch it. Yeah, the, the and... content is there. Nothing more has to get reshot. So. Right, so air it. Right. We'll put and, it together. And, and that's... Yeah. Oh. To... Uh, the yep. other thing is... So the other thing is, apparently, speaking of which, so apparently DC has decided not to do their New Gods movie. Um, that was in production, apparently. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I, kind I of forgot about that. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way you do on it. Yeah. Um, in that, you know, I certainly would like to see it, but if they have new plans for, you know, and it was funny because Ray Fisher came out, of course, and slammed it because... You know, anything that helps Ray Fisher along in his little fight with, with Warner Brothers and... And uh, what's his name? The Walter Hamida or whatever the hell, yeah. Um, the... Damn it, the director dude that took um, over for Snyder. Oh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. Whedon, yeah, Joss Whedon, yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I kind of laugh because it's like, well, yeah, maybe they have new plans for Darkseid. And maybe they don't want to do these things. So, yeah, sorry. This is how it works. It's their choice, not yours. Yeah. yeah um, they, we have our idea and they got theirs. Right. And, <laughs> and, you know, maybe they do have something in mind. I don't know. Um, do you think yeah. maybe there's a, do you think maybe there's an air of surprise waiting for this set to happen here? Or, well, know? they would have revealed it at DC Fandom. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, but he didn't, so it's not... Right, and, and, you know, here's the interesting part to me is... Okay. Meanwhile, I mean, I every so often I see a story about about bringing back the Snyderverse and stuff like that, but honestly, you know, I'm not seeing that a lot out, of... It, yeah, tap that baby. Tap it. Tap that bitch. Hit it harder. Yeah. All the way. 
Through the nose, bitch. Through the nose. Chug, 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 chug. Chug, 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 chug. That's good shit. Fire. What? <laughs> <laughs> wicked. You guys are wicked. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I'm excited about the uh, Sing number two. Uh, yeah, the Sing two trailer. Uh... Yes, I saw that today, and it makes me want to see it all the more. In fact, today I was out with uh, Julie. We we're doing some errands, and I saw the uh, the original Sing number one on the rack. Sing number one. Oh, yes. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick this up. I'm figuring we're going to do this thing in December. Man, let's get, let's get polished up and let's see number one. So that's going to be viewing tonight after the show today. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, yeah, I'm excited. But what I saw on the, uh, on the, uh, on the rush, yeah, it looked like it's going to be really cool. Yeah, dropped like a was it? It was a few days ago. Yeah, dropped. Yeah, the mm-hmm. same two trailer. So mm-hmm. yeah, when is that and coming out? Uh, I think December. that's a, is that Christmas? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I saw it. I think my biggest concern with that is, you know, how much are we going into this Bono? You know, I guess they got Bono to play a role. And yeah, Christmas. Yeah. And it feels like... Ooh, if it's up against it's... Spider-Man, huh, shit. Or unless it's going to drop Christmas Day. I don't I don't know when exactly it drops. I, But it, it's interesting. It'll be, cause... it'll be interesting to see what happens because I know there's going to be... Everybody's stacking the deck for the holiday. You know this as I do. And uh, so it's going to be... You know, right now, it's all bets are off. We're going to see... You know, be the best movie win or to be the best movie net the money, which uh, according to a uh, the New York Stock Exchange, uh, AMC has uh, been making uh, a, a marked improvement on um, sales at the theaters. So the the theater attendance is starting to go up. Wow. So, so that that, yeah, that, that, that might play anybody, into it. I'm sorry. Have, have either of you caught the? Um... Okay, so so in fairness, just so you guys are aware, the new Spider-Man movie is December 17th, and then Sing Two is December 22nd. Oh. So it's the week after. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. No, the different. The, the, the... Spider-Man is Friday the 17th and then Mm -hmm. Sing 2 is Wednesday the 22nd because they can't drop it on Friday the 24th. No one's going to... Right, right. Well, I would be Jewish. I'm (laughs) Jewish. You are? Really? I didn't... What? Oh my God. After all this time, Jeff, you finally told him. Let's put perspective. Oh my gosh, you finally told him. I've been to the movie theater on Christmas and Christmas Day. There's a lot of people there, and they ain't all Jews. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. They ain't all Jews. That's for fucking (laughs) (laughs) So so this part where they can't drop it on Christmas Christmas Eve is bullshit. They could. That's a garbage. Usually just all the Oscar bait drops on Christmas Day. (laughs) 
That's bullshit. They can drop it. Ivan. Just... <laughs> Ivan. Yes. Chimichanga. <laughs> See, Ivan's so high that anything is funny to him. So. Chimichanga. Muskrat. No. Okay, now, now, not now. Farfuck Nougat. Too hard. Try too hard. Okay. Fart knocker. The fuck is that? Anyway. Salt and nut roll. Exactly yeah. yeah. Salty nut roll. Penis grabber. I don't know. Penis grabber? Okay. No, I'm just throwing shit out there. Yeah, I know. Um, Let's move on. So, uh, the only other thing I think I've got is... Um, so, Vin Diesel has extended the olive branch to The Rock because because apparently we're doing the final, final, supposedly the last, the final, <laughs> the 10th the, the the and final movie. Well, shit, where else the they get the, can the cars go? They, the last Fast and Furious, they put a car in space. I'm thinking the Middle Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 you know what? They can cross over. Journey to the center of the earth, maybe. They yeah. can cross over with uh, Back to the Future and make a time machine. Time travel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time travel they're gonna cars. Go races in all different uh, ages. Time travel with family. <laughs> That'd be wild. In fairness, that, uh, that Sean Hobbs movie was pretty good. When hmm. I saw it in the theaters for five bucks, that wasn't bad. Um, I hope they do make another one of those. That wasn't bad at all. all right. It was pretty good. So, okay, uh, we'll see if The Rock and Vin Diesel can uh, coexist, can mend their fences and bury the hatchet and hug it out or whatever they got to do to make a hundred million dollars. For, yeah, uh, seriously, it's this like, franchise. Yeah, I feel so. I feel so horrible about <laughs> the fact that they're you know it's a hard, ter- terrible tragedy. Yes. Yeah, that terrible tragedy that they can't figure a way out. Can't figure out a way to get together to make millions, make hundreds of millions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, I feel so horrible yes. about you being able to not figure that out. <laughs> um, I, I will say. Um, so, speaking of millions and millions of dollars. If you really want to talk about shitty, so okay. so the WWE's earnings report came out in which they reported that they had made record profits in the previous quarter, mm-hmm. and then on that exact day, released like 18 wrestlers. Wow. Shit. Literally released 18 wrestlers. And then there were also front office people that got released. From their contracts. Yeah. Wow. Um, And there's talk that there could be more. I see both sides of this, which is... That's a lot of one shot, man. Well, they've been releasing people left and right in the last few, you know, in the last year. But to record record profits publicly? Yeah. Announce that that, that, on the same effing day? That's the part I like. That's low. That's the part where you sit there and you go, really? That you couldn't wait like a week. If or two any other hour. company had done this, this had made front page news. Yes, yeah, but the fact that it's no. sports entertainment. Well, it's, well, I mean, it was out there for. I know it's it's it's, it's big news in in the wrestling community, but I mean, like as far as like like front page news, like on you know your your world news tonight or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it, it's 
you know that it doesn't get talked about no. and and in the mainstream, shit. no. Right, it shit, it shit. doesn't get looked at in that way, and it's unfortunate. I mean, the closest that I've ever seen anybody come to talking about this from a mainstream perspective is um, I remember John Oliver did something on one of his shows. On I remember talking about the healthcare, the. Yeah, right, the, talking about healthcare and the mm-hmm. lack of unions and all that other stuff. Right, that's the closest I've ever seen to anybody talking about this in a in a public manner, and it's it's disappointing that it's disappointing. And, and no, I agree. I I think you couldn't have picked worse timing. Um, and then there's some stuff about some of this that literally, like one of the people they dumped is somebody who is a woman who's been with the company for at least seven years and is pretty established. And, you know, the story that was out there initially was she wasn't willing to get vaccinated. Well, I don't that may or may not be true and that may not be may or may not be the case. But basically, she came out and said, yeah, you know, I've been struggling with some stuff for mental health and they wanted me to come back on TV. And I said, I really kind of need an extra few weeks. And then she got shit canned. Well, then that's, you know, that's well, okay. so what you're saying is. Fuck you with your mental health. We're just gonna shake can you. Yeah, that's low. So anyway, so at this point, I'm pretty sure EAW would be like the guy hiding behind the tree, wringing his hands, uh, waiting for these wrestlers to get signed on over there. Then AEW. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's the interesting part, Mike. Is <clears throat> I, I, and there's a one. There's a part of me where I wonder about this, which is, which is, it's like they. They only have so many hours of programming too, and there's only so many people that they can bring in, and and at some point, it becomes okay, you know, um, you know how many you know you can bring in some of these people, and what happens to some of the people that they already have, you know, um, there's only so many hours of programming. And out of fairness, you know, this might be finally a chance for. A company like Impact, where it's been down on its luck for years, um, may finally be able to, to get back in the picture of things. I don't know. Uh, Ring of Honor decided to close its door and it's reworking something, and I don't know what their story is. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are a couple places, but you know, this is maybe an up. Yeah, maybe some of these people will go to AEW, but I have a feeling a lot of these people are going to be working independent shows. And, you know, the the side that I can see, the side where I can see the WWE side of it is these people are on TV. We're not getting what we want out of them. We're not getting what we need. This isn't working. Why should we just keep them on payroll? And why should we keep paying them? Mm -hmm. I mean, in fairness, they're contracted and they get certain things with contracting. But at the same time, it's like, well, why are we keeping their contracts? If we're not using, I mean, there literally have been times where literally there can be, and, and to give you perspective, I mean, in the past, there are people mm-hmm. who it's like, I've seen like a roster and I'm like, I didn't even know that person was still even in the WWE. Uh-huh. Like, hadn't seen them on TV in like three years, and yet supposedly they're on the roster. Um, but yet that person's on the roster, and you're like, what? Um, yeah. You know, do you think it do you think it was just something to just kind of say, hey, you know, well, you just want to 
you know, keep you in, just keep you paid just so that way you're not out because I know that there's no insurance for a lot of wrestlers and, you know, things like this. Well, and, and that's the thing. I mean, well, the AE, actually, that's not true. With AEW, uh, they have gotten all their all their wrestlers' health insurance. Oh, okay, okay. And, well, I, and they are all employed by the company. So it, they are doing a different manner of things over there than they are with the WWE. And I applaud okay. that. My, my okay, head yes, I, of course. I mean, of course, that uh, because, you know, you, you've heard so many stories about wrestlers for years and years mm-hmm. and years of service. And then once they're, they're beat down to the point of, well, yeah. you can't yeah, do it. And then what? Shoot up you and know? spit out. Yeah. And it just becomes a situation where you're like, well, kid, you know, uh, yeah, we can't afford you no more. We're sorry. And, you know, it's just, it's such a, it's such a horseshit way to live. You know, I mean, so yeah, definitely, definitely uh, to the guys doing the insurance. I applaud you. Well, it's funny you say that. I remember there was, and this was a while back. um, Okay. What was that? There was, MTV did a, a series for a while where it was like, I think it was called True Life. I think that's right. Yeah. They did like a thing called True Life. And one of them was, I'm a wrestler. Uh-huh. And they followed three different people. One And one of the people they followed was Tony Atlas. And at the time, Tony Atlas was had, was, had been out of the WWE. You know, well-known. People know who he was. You know, that kind of thing. But, you know, Tony didn't have... Wasn't, you know, I hate to say it. Tony's time was before was kind of before the big boom of the 80s. Right. And and he was never, you know, he was never as big as, say, your Junkyard Dogs, your Ricky Steamboats, your Tito Santana's. You you get the idea. He was never that right. guy. He was um, never that caliber of wrestler. He, well, no, he was. But his time frame that he wrestled was such where it just didn't, it didn't. It didn't work out for him, and where it should. So it was kind of a, a case of left of center. Well, it was the best way to put it is his time with the WWE was kind of ending as the WWE was starting to like really skyrocket. If you understand what I mean, you know where it was like okay. He was kind of on the way out the door as the WWE in terms of being a WWE wrestler at the time of when, you know, the whole thing was starting with Hulkamania and all that kind of stuff. He, he was kind of, he was, they were kind of like ships in the night and didn't leave. And, and unfortunately for Tony Atlas, they didn't leave enough cargo. Oh. Um, and so the reason I, the only reason I bring this up is I remember in that true life thing where you're talking about, like, you, you were talking about this where, you know, Tony Atlas, like, if you've ever seen that movie, The The Wrestler, Tony Atlas, legitimately, that's what it looked like, was literally, it was like, Tony was, like, working, like, a a real job, like, had real problems with health insurance, was working really small places with really small cards, and, you know, you know, that kind of stuff, where you're literally, like, this was a guy who was in the big show. And should have been able to have a bigger following, and things should have been better, and things should have been easier, and it wasn't. And the, there's only two things I can think of about that, which is 
In this day and age, it's very different, though. I mean, I'm wondering, like, in this day and age, you get dropped by the WWE. There's enough independence around where if you were of any note, you can make some money. And it was a different... It's not to say that it that didn't happen back in the day, but, you know, independent wrestling what it, isn't what it is now. Well, okay, uh, I maybe can shed a little light on that. Because, you know, I mean, watching my fair share of, you know, wrestling on Channel 26, you know, glorious black and white, you know, with Bergana and, you know, Dick the Bruiser and, you know, uh, you know, X and all the rest of those kind of wrestlers. I mean, the, the you know, the blood and guts, you know, knock them down, people got hurt type wrestling. And, um, and, and, and all those guys, you know, you go into their stories and the stories are the same. You know, once uh, they get to a point, then there's no support system. So a lot of these guys are like trying to write on their names. You know, the promoters aren't promoting. And, you know, their situations get smaller and smaller and smaller. There's no, uh, the, you know, this is a time and place. There were no uh, insurances. There was nothing. You know, there was just nothing. You know. Well, it was, was a different a- time, Ivan. Yeah, and, and now you but know. But it's sad that it's it's the situation hasn't improved by a great deal, decades later. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Well, and, the money's and improved. I just like to see, it, and and to see that it's become more so, is 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 a very comforting thought, you know, because those guys, they give their bodies and their times, man. That's that that's a rough gig. Well, again, keep in mind. Um, I mean, the biggest thing I can say to you on it is, um, I mean, the money's improved quite a bit. And when they're actually working from it, it's a little bit better. But, you know, so again, depending on how much they think they're riding the gravy train and, and where they're at on it, you know, I hate to say it. If you're not being smart with your money, you can find yourself in a real situation, you know, when they kick you out the door. And the question is, did you, did, were you smart? Did you save your money? Did you figure out what you need to do? Or did you, did, are you making it work? And, and you know, there are guys who are doing the independent circuit who are doing just fine and having great years right now and not having to worry about it. Then again, they're also one injury away from, it could get ugly. You know, yeah. and that's, 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 yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, uh, you got anything else, uh, this week or are we done? What are, what are we I think. I think, I think that other than, other than I can tell you, Mike, that from what I can understand, uh, we're not missing anything in the bear game today. Oh, that's too bad. Um, <clears throat> I, I get the impression that we should be very thankful that we don't. We're not watching the Bears tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it's not a blowout. No. It's but it don't look good. Out. It don't look good. No. Oh, well. That's too bad. It's not even impacted on the surface. <laughs> if, it, if it was the bears, it wouldn't impact the surface. It would just be floating didn't, around nearby the in. surface. Nope. Yeah. It wouldn't even be going didn't in. Go it would in. be like, it would, it would, it would, it not, it didn't even go in. It's like, did it even get there? <laughs> you know, I, to, to use a different moniker of thought, it's like, is it in yet? <laughs> so, Ivan, where can they reach you at? Uh, you said you're spinning this week. 
Well, um, okay, and okay, I'm gonna be at Coles. Uh, over at my uh, sweater is gonna be cold this weekend. Yep. Yeah, gonna be at Coles there. Twenty. 20, uh, 2663 on, uh, on North Milwaukee. I will be there from uh, 10 to 2 uh, uh, on that on that date session. That's right. And uh, let's see. And then I'll be on uh, I'll be on uh, Tuesday. Well, this won't be up till Wednesday, so Tuesday will be irrelevant. By the time Wednesday, I'll be uh, doing the uh, the uh, Mellow Motown at uh, 9 a.m. on Facebook. Uh, and, uh, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. Uh, no Twitch this week. So yeah, that's my, uh, that's, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Mm. Jeff, you do anything, uh, decide for your Sunday night stories? Uh, I do have a contest on Thursday, so mm. we'll see how that goes. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, um, will there be cash prizes? No, Ooh. I wish. Oh, okay. I wish, uh, it will be for trophies and pride. I, if you were going to host one game show, what would it be, Jeff? Mm. Wow, that's a good question. That is a good question. That is a really good question. Wow. Um, like as a kid watching TV, watching a game show, saying, "I want to, I want to be part of that fun." My my first reaction is press your luck. But yeah, I, I press your luck. But you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. I mean, there's a part of me after watching Steve Harvey do Family Feud. I'm like, I could have a lot of fun doing Family Feud. Yeah, Louis Anderson had a much. pretty good run with Family Feud. I like Louis yeah, Anderson did. on Family Feud. Ivan, what about you? Me, it would have to be um, name that tune. Of course, yeah. Or, Naturally. There, or there was another one that, that I really liked mm-hmm. a lot. It was called mm-hmm. the real R-E-E-L game. And what it was, it was uh, you had to guess these clips from all these movies in order to win the prizes, you know. So it was called the real game. So one of very funny and the other one that actually had the one. Yeah, name that tune. I would, mm. I would love to do a name that tune episode. Name that tune. Yeah, makes sense for you. Uh, me, I think uh, I liked uh, Wink Martindale's Tic Tac Doe. I missed that show. I think mm. it'd been fun. Or the Joker's That's Wild. That's a good show. That's a good fun. show. Yeah, I, I missed those from the eighties. Uh, or or um, or me just uh, who wants to be a millionaire? So I could like Regis Philbin. <laughs> you got it for six thousand dollars. <laughs> I I could have fun doing Hollywood Squares too. You know. I was I was just about to say that yeah Hollywood Squares I wouldn't yeah mind that's that's how it seems fun Hollywood Squares I had to that kill, would be cool. had, excuse me I had to kill a spider spider I had to get my okay. I got my I got my nine millimeter out yeah <laughs> that's an awfully big hole there now <laughs> uh, nine millimeter you know to make a big Optimus Prime kill pew, pew. I'm gonna kill you spider pew, pew. Yeah. um. It's okay. Oh, so that's good. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You know when to get new content. Follow us on Facebook. That's where you get all the stories and articles and memes and yeah. funny stuff we talk about. Yeah. Ivan is on twitch.tv at Java and Ivan. He also is on his uh, personal uh, fun page. I'm having fun with this. Jive and Ivan's Vibe Tribe. Uh, just <laughs> I know, man. It's been a gift. Mood humor. Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, Jeff is everywhere at Steinamite Productions. Email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. You can download the show on usual podcast hosting platforms, Google, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, uh, anchor.fm slash sotrt. And thanks to everyone who uh, decided to stop by and say hello here on Clubhouse. We appreciate you stopping by. Well, yeah, the other nice part yeah. is, so we are trying out the replay feature that's brand new on Clubhouse. So technically, when this room ends, my understanding is um, people will be able to come <coughs> out and check out this room here again on their own on Clubhouse. And if you liked anything you heard, there's a link right here in the room where you can check out all our other previous podcasts that we've done all 171 of them besides this one plus uh, and, the, uh, our, and the dozens of shows we've done for news of the squared yeah it was 100 shows for news of the squared so there are there's at least almost 200 oh you know we're talking 272 episodes of content yeah so Full by Carl all Sagan, means, billions and billions of hours of squares of the round table so, your enjoyment. Yes. So thanks. Uh, that'll do episode number 172. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Thanks for downloading the show. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, leave us a review if you want on iTunes or Google. And so that'll do. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you so much. Y'all have a good one. See you again next time. Well, see you. We hear you because we don't see you know, well, video chat. We don't. Do I was that. in the. I was in the moment. Yeah, you're, yes, you are. Yes, I see. <laughs>